MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Friday, September 29th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Starting today, SEPTA riders can use contactless payment options on city and suburban buses, uh, trolleys, the Market Frankfurt line, Broad Street line, and the Norristown high speed line. Any validator with credit card icons on the screen is ready to accept contactless payment. The full rollout across 2,200 validators is expected to be complete by Monday. Customers will be able to tap on at turnstiles and fare boxes using their credit and debit cards and mobile payment apps like Apple Pay and Google Pay. Hmm. A separate rollout for regional rail will follow early next year. The contactless option comes with the same benefits that had previously only been available to the SEPTA key, including the discounted $2 one-way fare and up to two transfers. Sorry. What's happening? Is SEPTA calling you? No, I got a notification on my phone and I touched on it and it led to a video and the audio just... I knew it right when it was going to happen. Hey, I'm sorry, that, bro. I'm so sorry. Nearly, three- I'm embarrassed. <laughs> it's okay. I, I offer a heartfelt retraction of all activities that just took place, Kathy. I can't begin to tell you how sorry I am. Nearly three hundred. I want to okay. express. No, go ahead. <laughs> Nearly three hundred people tested the system in a pilot over the summer. SEPTA says that they are the fourth major agency in the country to pull this technology into use. Uh, the contactless payment does not replace the SEPTA key, uh, and they say be sure to separate your phone and card, uh, your phone and card, debit, or key cards to make sure that you are charged the right amount. Do they see themselves moving towards moneyless and credit cardless payment? How do you activate that? <laughs> the federal government is just days away from a potential shutdown that would have an impact on millions of Pennsylvanians. Congress has until midnight Sunday to pass a budget or risk a lapse in spending that could mean furloughs for workers, the expiration of some benefits, delays in travel, and park closures. In Philadelphia, that could mean that many historic sites around Independence Mall will be closed starting Sunday. Uh, there are a few million, a few of the millions of people who visit the historic mall each year, but the impact of the shutdown will go far beyond tourism woes in the city. Now, I know a lot of people are affected by the government shutdowns when they do happen from time to time. Uh, you guys personally, does it ever? No. I, I no. never really noticed However, a direct effect. I understand it's important, but for me personally, I never really have a direct impact from no, it. No, you know uh, I mean? there are some people that yeah. it'll affect directly. I just learned a, a, a section of the population that it does affect escaped convicts who often use our oh, park system yes. right, to elude the right. police. Right. Oh, and, 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 and so that's going to impact oh, them. Yes. yes. Yeah, let's right. not, let's, we got to think about everybody here. Um, I mean, it'll affect all of us if it, if, um, it go, because it'll go to TSA workers. So if any of us yeah. are traveling. Mail, uh, and, things yeah. like that. I don't you know, know if you guys remember last time it happened, like people just, they weren't getting paychecks. So yeah. they weren't going to work and like the delays were ridiculous. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, people's wallets may suffer, especially those who benefit from grocery assistance programs like WIC and SNAP. So that's, I, right. I feel like that's one of the big ones. Yeah, you know? sure. I'm on the, the PUD program. <clears throat> the PUD. Yeah. Oh, 
Really? Oh, God. Data from the House Budget Committee says if this shutdown happens and lingers, 1.9 million Pennsylvanians could lose access to SNAP benefits and nearly 180,000 residents could lose WIC benefits. Well, there's your impact right there, yeah. Uh, TSA employees are federal are federal employees, so there may also be impact on travel. As uh, the 2018 shutdown dragged on, as many as 10% of workers uh, either called out or stopped showing up since they weren't getting paychecks. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania airports, more than 35,000 passengers a day could be affected by potential TSA delays. Government funding expires on October 1st, which is when the shutdown could start. How long it could last depends entirely on the House and Senate getting the budget done. Uh, you said, though, you know, like we don't really see too much of the delays, at least in our personal lives. But think about like these government workers who are like still going to work every day, but just not getting a paycheck at yeah. the end of the week. No, I know. I know, that there's re- I know there's real ramifications to it did, for sure. They did not end up losing out on that money. They, they got the money retroactively. They, yeah, they did get yeah. the money, but still like people have to pay their rent. Yeah. They have to, mm-hmm. you know, like it's yeah. like it's to not get a paycheck. And, you know, yeah. that's that's scary. I'm sure it's scary for them. Nine liquor stores in Philadelphia are closed until further notice after incidents of looting at multiple stores across the city this week. 18 fine wine and good spirit stores were looted Tuesday night into Wednesday and another was hit on Wednesday. All liquor stores in Pennsylvania are run by the state liquor control board. All of the Philadelphia locations and one Montgomery County location were closed Wednesday out of a ca- uh, out of caution and to allow employees to clean up the looted stores. So back a while ago when, they, you know, obviously the, the, the city was, you know, falling apart and there was, a, you know, there was a lot of looting in general that, that, that summer. Uh, I remember driving to work and I um, and I passed the liquor store in our neighborhood and I'm like, wow, they're they must be doing some sort of inventory check or something. Uh, they were looting, looting it, it like crazy. Okay. And, and I like, and then, then I heard the cop cars, you know, uh, coming, but I'm like, I mean, they were like, 15, I, that's why I thought it was open. Oh, clearly, the business yeah, yeah. is doing some sort of something. And, and and you, everything in your body just like. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. yeah. What am I seeing? Yeah. Yep. Despite the closures, looters still hit one store on Adams Avenue in the Lawndale section of Northeast Philadelphia. That store is included in the nine stores closed until further notice. You want to piss people off? Take away their liquor. Take yeah. away their alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially on a Friday. Yeah. Totally. Well, this mm-hmm. place case yeah. did, did a whole refurb on uh, their on their protection and like oh, they, really? yeah they okay. they did it the right way. The stores will require days or weeks to secure and repair. The PLCB spokesperson wrote in an email. What they do is they employ escaped convicts to stand in front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's apparently that's a substantial part now of the job market. Right. Here. We got a lot of them. Uh, a lot of escape. That guy. The guy from. Oh yeah. I mean, there's always time you can spend in the, in the parks. Um, the guy from Jersey is still missing, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, is yeah. he? Oh, wow. Yeah, they're still looking for him, I think. Oh, my Unfortunately, God. he's low level. All right, in sports this morning. In their last regular season game at home, the Phillies lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates three-two, ending the Phillies' seven-game winning what are we streak. In the third inning, Bryce Harper held his swing on a full count against uh-huh. Pirates pitcher Luis Ortiz. Harper started to remove his shin guard when third base umpire Angel Hernandez called him out. Harper got angry, got ejected, stormed Hernandez, then tossed his helmet into the stands behind the Phillies' dugout. The helmet was recovered by 10-year-old Hayden Dorfman of Voorhees, eventually retrieved by team personnel, and then returned to Hayden, signed by Harper. 
The Phils finish the regular season on the road with a series in Queens against the Mets. Taiwan Walker will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 7-10. Last night in the NFL, David Montgomery became the first Detroit Lion to rush for three touchdowns at Green Bay and the first Detroit player to top 100 yards rushing with three touchdowns since James Stewart in 2000. Montgomery helped the Detroit Lions take early command of the division with a 34-20 win over the Packers at Lambeau Field. The Eagles are back home this weekend with a game on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. Kickoff at the link is at 1 o'clock. The Union are on the road this weekend with a game in Ohio against the Columbus Crew. Tomorrow night's match will be begin at 7.30 and the Flyers have their first preseason home game tonight against the Boston Bruins. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All righty then. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, we have approached uh, the end of the work week. It's fantastic. A lot of great things uh, tend to happen on a Friday, including your chance to win awesome tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld, which we do have a four-pack up for the Word of the Week prize, and they're really good seats. And this is going to be on Friday, October 6th. Uh, we're going to have Jerry on next week to talk about that, which is pretty damn cool. Still pretty wild, yeah. Uh, we have cash to give away. Crumbum cash twice this morning, $1,000. Your opportunity to grab that money at 8 and 10 a.m., so make sure that you are tuned in and ready to go for that. We have some guests on the program. Comedian Ryan Hamilton, who's going to be at Punchline, is stopping by today. And uh, Jake Tapper is going to be on the show. Uh, he's got a book called All the Demons Are Here, which is available now. So we'll talk to Jake around uh, 9.30 this morning. We've Oh, Lorenzo's is coming yeah, by. Yeah, it is. Whoa. So we got some goodies yeah, with Lorenzo and Son's Pizza this morning. Do you think, would, would Tapper, would he, because he's, he's from the area. Yeah. Would Lorenzo's resonate with him? Or was he, oh, yeah. Was he out of the area? Oh, I th- we, have, he, I mean, we should ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a huge Phillies fan, a huge Eagles fan. By the way, he predicted the Eagles to go 16-1 and one this season. So All right. We we'll got we'll to see what the story is. Right. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say, Kath? I, I was going to start eating healthy today. Oh. <laughs> Pizza's oh. healthy. You don't start on a Friday. <laughs> That's true. You always well, start on Monday. Well, I started on Monday. Yeah. Monday, yes. for sure. I have to, something looks different about you today, Kathy. Oh, Did do, you do something do I different? Look good? You look great, actually. There is a glow. Something's different. You look good today. <laughs> well, that's like Bill. Bill, yeah. Bill will yeah. say that. He'll yeah. be like, oh, you look nice today. Where, I guess where are you going? you're not having a period. <laughs> <laughs> what? People, wow, and, this is a nice change. You actually look nice today. Yeah. And people have said, like, people have been in the hallway and heard him make comments, and like, <laughs> like twice in the past week. Mm. And I forget who Zach. Zach was one of them. And yeah. I forget who the other person was. Zach goes, what are you talking about? She always looks nice. What? He's like, what? I don't, why would she? Why would he say that to you? Like, he was like horrified that Bill said it. To it him. always like, comes. Oh, don't worry about it. It always comes from a good place, but in a Bill way. Yeah. yeah. Bill way. The, the backhanded yes. compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny yeah. because we it happens in our meetings a lot. And for some reason, yeah. my eyes always lock with Chuck when that happens. <laughs> and we look at each other and we're like. He did it again. Uh-huh. He did it again. Uh-huh. And we're running out of time on this. Bill is retiring, and we won't have this anymore. I did. I had to do a read for um, fall activities the other day, and uh, the, I guess Zach had sent it over to Bill. And Bill came up to me. He goes, "It sounded good." <laughs> yeah. oh, I go because okay. do the other ones Does not? It normally not sound, sound good? good. Like, are so. you worried? All right. Well, anyhow, I'm blown away. Whatever yeah, you're doing, Kathy. What whatever you've done today to make yourself so special, keep Thank doing it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, by the way, Kathy's uh, uh, list is up at PrestonandSteve.com if you want to see that at any point in time. And remember, this uh, is oh. a very time sensitive. This this time around, there are a lot of events that are on particular days. Uh, speaking of that, uh, speaking of time sensitive, uh, Casey handed me this to give away right now. Bates Motel. 
Wow. It's our big friggin' deal this week. And I have got a pair of combo tickets to give away uh, to caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. So the Hayride, the Cornfield, uh, the Bates Motel, all this stuff. Uh, it's the big friggin' deal. You get two adult combo tickets for just 50 bucks, half off. Get the deal while supplies last, WMMR.com. The keyword is deal, and blackout dates do apply, so keep that in mind. So let's take that 18th caller. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, super question, entertainment report. We've got deaths and births and feuds and whatnot to share with, so stay right there. Drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question prize four pack tickets for Adventure Aquarium. And this I've never heard of before, but I want to find out if you know what a haboob is. A haboob? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I know that. What is a haboob? Yep. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the Is answer. it like a ha-vagina? It's not like a ha-vagina. <laughs> it's a haboob. <laughs> So let's see if you know. Call now. I'll go through some birthdays, and there are a bunch of them while we wait for your call. Uh, today is the 29th day of September. Oh. Uh, it's Brian Gumbel's birthday today. Oh, okay. uh, we just uh, had a story um, a couple of weeks ago that uh, Real Sports is ending. Yes. Uh, it's coming to a close, which is too bad because I've said many times it's just excellent journalism. You know what he's going into? He's going to do the Gumbel Rally. Oh, the yeah. Gumbel Rally. Um, the Gumbel listen, the show was great. And I, both you and I are not massively connected to no. uh, sports, but yeah. um, also the journalists on the show were terrific. Uh, yeah. And they, they got great insight into these things. And and almost always the story is a, a story of inspiration. Yeah. Or, yeah, and yeah. That, that's, uh, it's a positive. It's a human story behind yeah. the, uh, the sport. So uh, Brian Gumbel, 75 today. Uh, Jill Whelan, one of your all-time favorite TV shows. Yes, Love Vicky Steubing. By the way, she starts off in this series uh, unaware that Captain Steubing is her father. That's right. It was a scandal. Yeah. What? 
uh, and she's in a great scene in the movie Airplane. She's the little sick girl. Yes, she is. On the plane that gets her, the IV, her IV knocked out of her arm. <laughs> and she, she like sucks, sucks in, in her, her cheeks. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, she is 57 today. Uh, it's Andrew Dice Clay's oh, birthday. Dickery, dickery, doc. He is uh, 66 today. We had him in the studio. Uh, it was he, great. He was cool. It's yeah. great. It was a good I, interview. I, I've been a fan forever. I, I, I also dig his acting. Uh, he was on a series I love called Crime Stories, a Michael Mann series. About the time Miami Vice was three or four years in, he did this series, and Clay was great on that show. We loved him in the in um, uh, the, uh, God the. the God. He was in A Star is Born. Star is really Born. He was yeah. Lady Gaga's father. He was terrific. Yeah. Uh, so he turned 66 day. Uh, Ian McShane. Ah. Uh, Deadwood's Al Schweringen. And uh, is it Winston? Is that his character in... Uh... Yes. In uh, in uh, the John Wick movies. Yes. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it bothers me that he calls him Jonathan. Because I, I Jonathan, love it. Uh, the Jonathan is not spelled... Like, John Wick is J-O-H-N. And I don't think you normally spell Jonathan Casey, with he, an H. He has something to to say to you, you <laughs> suck my <laughs> and shut the f- up, huh? Uh, shut the f- up, huh? He's great, man. He's got such a great delivery. His his voice is so resonant. Um, there's uh, there's at the end of um, uh, John Wick uh, two, uh, he, he delivers the line, "Case it's great," and and uh, you know, Wick says, "Tell him I'll, I'll, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him all." Of course you will. Of course you will. <laughs> He's 81 today. Uh, Erica Laniac, uh, she was a Playboy Playmate, and you remember her in uh, Under Siege yep. and Baywatch, and she played uh, Ellie Mae in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. She kind of went off and has adopted a regular civilian life yeah. and loves it. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she's 50, 54 today. She's the little kid in uh, E.T. that uh, Elliot makes out with when the... No oh, way. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You, we probably mention this yeah. every year, and I always forget that. You going to share some of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Wow. Yowza. Even E.T. can see as a young girl, she was going to blossom one day. <laughs> She's 54. Uh, Mark Farner is the former singer and guitarist from the band Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, I love the song. And that's a band that I forget about from time to time and, and then go back and I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. They have some great songs. Don't you love this song? This is a great yeah. song. Absolutely. We actually, Steve and I hosted an event one time uh, for, I think it was for Boeing. Yes. Uh, and uh, he was the featured performer. Wow. And he got up and, and played this and all the Grand Funk hits, and he was great. You guys familiar with this song? Yes. Yeah, I love this tune. Uh, so he turns uh, 75 years old today. Another musician, Steve, and this was uh, this is another kind of obscure uh, but cool song from this time frame. Uh, Mike Panera was a singer and guitarist for Blues Image, and they did the song Ride, Captain Ride. Love yeah. that song. Great song. Though he did yeah. miss an opportunity. He should have at one point joined the band Bread. Uh, Panera Bread. <laughs> yeah. They, if they were oh. paired together, it would have been perfect. <laughs> uh, but Ride, Captain Ride, on oh, your mystery ship. ship. It's a great song. He was also an Iron Butterfly. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> he is, uh, this is another guy. cool song. You know song. what? Let's listen to this entire song. It's only it's 17 Kathy, minutes. Kathy, you know all the lyrics. Yeah. In a gotta de vida. This is used wonderfully well in Manhunter, the yes. uh, Michael Mann, the first uh, the first time we see Hannibal Lecter in That's the movie. Correct. It's great. Yeah, and it's, it's very freaky near yeah. the end of the movie. So uh, he turns, um, how old is he today? 75, 75. Uh, Mackenzie Crook played in the British version of The Office and was also in Pirates of the Caribbean, 52 years old today. Uh, Cindy Morgan, who played... <laughs> 
J.C. Underall and Caddyshack. And also she was uh, Lori and uh, Yara was her name in Tron. Yeah. Anyhow, she is... Uh, she, she do much more? I, no. She will go on the convention circuit and she's... People love her. Yep. She's incredibly nice. She plays these bitchy... Well, she played a bitchy girl in uh, Caddyshack. But. Yep. Uh, beautiful. 69 years old today. Steve, one of your favorite television show music composers, Mike Pope. Yeah! Has his birthday today. And man, did he do a slew of great theme songs. So this, Magnum P.I., but he also did Rockford Files, Hill Street Blues, The A-Team, Chips, Doogie Howser, NYPD Blue, Law and Order. Wow. I mean, just yeah. a massive amount. Every, and he, yeah, loved him. I think we talked to uh, Michael Giacchino about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he turns 79 years old today. Mike Post. He would be great. I love this thing. To speak to. Yeah. It's a great the opening credits of Hill Street Blues. So good. Rockford Files. Rockford yeah. Files. Oh, yeah. Which did it. Also used a, you know, yeah. these keyboards uh, the, the that moved synthesizer sounds. Steve, one of my best friends growing up was a pretty good piano player, and occasionally he would do a little bit where he would just sit down and play the beginning of this, but he would, like, get this really pompous look on his face on purpose <laughs> to make everybody laugh, so he just, like, ease into, I'm going to be the cool piano guy. The piano. But he played it, and it is. Sure, it's such a beautiful yeah. song. This is Rockford Files. Okay. I mean, like, this was on the radio. You know, they would play they, they my the, the Greatest American Hero was a hit. Oh, that song. Great song. Do you remember how the show would start off? It was his answering machine? Yeah. Hi, this is Jim Rocker. Yeah. I can't get Jim. Yeah. Leave a message. Uh, so he is uh, 79 today. And the last birthday, actor Zachary Levi. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider from Tangled. Casey's all-time favorite Disney movie. Shazam. Uh, yep, absolutely. And, Chuck. Um, Did you see the second one? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm going to see it. I know you said it sucks, yeah. but I, I still want to see it. Wouldn't say suck. I was just disappointed. Uh, Thor The Dark World. He was in that, too. Yeah. And yet, Casey, did yeah. you enjoy Chuck? Chuck was great. Yeah, the, he was more of a Chuck I was a massive I was. Chuck I fan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I love that it. show. Yeah. yeah. Then I, I'm thinking about maybe taking that out first. That's day. a good, decent so, drive. Yeah. You know who's in it. Your, yeah. your girl from The uh, Handmaid's Show. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she is... Stunning in it. Beautiful. All right. Let's see if you know the answer to this question. What is a haboob? <laughs> Not a ha vagina. It's a hilarious breast. Haboob. 215-263-WMMR. It is Eric who is first in, so we're going to go to him. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey. Right. Hey, good morning. Hey, bud. All right. So what is a haboob? A dust storm. Yeah, Sam. A dust storm. storm. Hang on a second, Eric. We're going to give you a four-pack of admission tickets for Adventure Aquarium. You can experience the glow with glittering gourds of all shapes and sizes and species only during fantastic fall days. Now through November 5th, and you can explore glowing sea creatures and discover underwater pumpkin carvers. Tickets and information at AdventureAquarium.com. Underwater pumpkin carvers? Yes, that sounds like a fall That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so... Get by me. Uh, we mentioned this later uh, in the show yesterday... Um, because that's when we got word that Michael Gambone had passed away, uh, best known for his role as Dumbledore in the Harry Potter franchise. He was 82 years old. Uh, his family said in a statement, we are devastated to announce the loss of Sir Michael Gambone. Uh, they added that he died peacefully in the hospital following a bout with pneumonia. Uh, he appeared in such films as The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Her Lover, uh, The King's Speech, yeah. uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and Gosford Park, to name a few. 
I've said it, the Harry Potter stuff, Monster Truck, is probably his most famous. Monster yeah, Truck. Yeah. Didn't know that, no. <laughs> uh, so Daniel Radcliffe remembered him as one of the most brilliant, effortless actors I've ever had the privilege of working with. Um, other Harry Potter stars, such as uh, Rupert Grant and Jason Isaacs, honored the late actor on social media. I was reading Jason Isaacs a little while ago, and he, essentially he said... I was thrilled that he even knew my name. Oh, right. You know, that he, he was just, he was that. And, and the thing was, he said, they asked him about approaching Dumbledore. And he said, to be honest, I was playing me. No kidding. He was playing himself. Wow. That's, he felt that was, though he got so many accolades from that, he felt most comfortable in that skin. Uh, here's a, I had uh, Marissa pull a couple of clips. Here's a little um, montage of uh, some of his moments in Harry Potter. Here it is. You mind if I take this? I do love knitting patterns. <laughs> do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living. And above all, all those who live without love. But you know, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times. If one only remembers to turn on the light. Of course it's happening inside your head, Harry. Why should that mean that it's not real? Dark and difficult times lie ahead. Soon we must all face the choice between what is right and what is easy. There's some uh, great moments that he has. Uh, the, the first movie, actually, Steve, you sent over a clip of him. Uh, His first dialogue of any impact in the Harry Potter movies. Was it uh, the warning about the Dementors? Yeah, the prisoner of Azkaban, I believe. Uh, but he, yeah, here we go. A word of caution. Yeah. Dementors are vicious creatures. They will not distinguish between the one they hunt and the one who gets in their way. Therefore, I must warn each and every one of you to give them no reason to harm you. It is not in the nature of a Dementor to be forgiving. But you know, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times. Hmm. Yeah, we had this clip a ago. One only remembers to turn on the light. Yeah. Uh, one must remember to take time to focus funny things. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Folks, money things. Yeah. I encourage you all to pause during the day and focus money things. Rupert Grant wrote on Instagram, so sad to hear Michael, about Michael. Uh, he brought so much warmth and mischief to every day on set. He captivated me as a kid and became a personal role model of mine for finding the fun and eccentricities in life. Uh, that 25th anniversary special that they had uh, was so wonderful. I loved it. I, loved, got I watched it a I mean, I got, times. I, 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 you know, I got teared up a few times. I, I drew parallels to us. Uh, and I know that sounds, I don't mean that to sound pompous, but there there is a shared history yeah. that only they will ever understand. Yes. And I say that Agreed. with us. It, I don't love, it doesn't mean it's, you know, extraordinary, but it is true. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. So sad news about Michael Gambone. But on the other side of life, um, Harry Potter star Bonnie Wright is now a mother. So she played Jenny Weasley. I always thought she was really cute and a great character. Uh, she's 32. She took to Instagram on Wednesday to share the uh, the news of the world. She said, say hello to Elio Ocean Wright 
La Coco. To Emo's Pizza. Okay. Well, Elio's Pizza, man, I wonder. I know, yeah. She's a big fan. Uh, is it spelled E-L-I-O? Yep. Yeah. All right, Elio, yeah. Uh, born at home. Nice frozen pizza for the home. Tuesday, 19th of September. Uh, she said we're all happy and healthy. Andrew, her husband, by the way, and I are so in love with our son. Uh, and she spelled that S-U-N. Uh, so grateful for our birth team to have uh, held our hands throughout the and, and made the journey so joyous and expanding. So they did a home birth and she uh, thanked her midwives and doulas and everybody that was on board for that. Uh, and her boobs. And her, her <laughs> boobs. Pound for pound, though, Elio's frozen pizza is probably the best <laughs> frozen pizza, right? Like, I mean, for the per, per dollar spent. I, I think you're in the right ballpark. I will say that there is a brand. I'm not sure it was down here. Salentino's? Sol- I don't know that one. Yeah, they, they had... Um, it was a Sicilian type pie, uh-huh. yeah. uh, and that was one of my favorites as a kid I mean, as well. Elio's was a college staple. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean that's a thing. Like you're, uh, if you wanted I, it, to incinerate the roof of your mouth, <laughs> Elio's. Well, any pizza really that you take out of the toaster oven. But uh, Elio's, I think Nick was uh, a lot yummier uh, for our younger palates. You're probably right. Yeah, so yeah. no, 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 no. I'm definitely right. Um, but if you go to Acme, their signature brand, Rising Crust and yeah. Thin Crust, is I think pound for pound. No disrespect best. to Acme. Yeah, I, I just uh, for me, Elio. Uh, Have you tried this the Rising Crust signature brand? Uh, no. no. I'll there try you go. today. Yeah. He will, uh, in fact, he's leaving the show right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, Nick. Um, Contributed enough. This was what we had at home uh, when I was in high school, but yeah. we called it Elio's. Elio's. Oh. I think uh, you're right. I think we probably were wrong, but that was so like, that's just one that um, I can't say. Might Elio's. You might be right because it's E L L. I don't know. I just want you all to shut up oh. because Lorenzo's and Sons is going to be here this morning. That's a different category. That's the real deal. So a different category. We will have plenty of pizza love here this morning. Don't now. He's a buddy of yours. Don't tell me he doesn't know about your adoration for that St. Louis pie. That oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Giuseppe knows absolutely. But he, he always makes a special pie when he comes mm-hmm. by here for me. Hey, hey, we won't oh, screw oh, it up. Oh, you're, oh, you're, oh. you're getting a special. No, pie. what's oh. happening? Right, you know okay. why? Preston envisions the window on the on his car rolling down and him throwing the pie out. My special pie just has uh, mushrooms on it because mm. Rochelle hates mushrooms and I never get mushrooms on oh. pizza so he always makes a mushroom pie. Guarantee you he'll bring mushroom pie. Right. Okay. Do you get a U-Haul bring... to take that home? <laughs> What's that? Do you get a U-Haul, U-Haul truck to take that thing home? No, it's he makes a smaller one. Oh. Okay. Oh. I don't get okay. the giant. What are you kidding me? <laughs> I have to put the back seats down. I Seriously. Kid, I kid you not. Yeah. When, when the Westchester location opened up I, I got a pie to go I have a sports back on my car. It wouldn't fit in. That's the only way I could put it in the car? <laughs> yeah. You know, this right. is, sorry, real quick. Lorenzo, this is like the Jason and his friends, it's like a thing to to get two slices of Lorenzo's pizza see and see them. if they can eat. Yeah, them. sure, <laughs> absolutely. All right, here Marissa has the Elio's pizza oh. commercial, so we can hear exactly okay. how it's pronounced. Oh, all right, okay. All right, here we go. My brother says it's tip to be square, and Elio's pizza. All right, there you go. Square. Here you go. Elio's kid. What the hell does he know? Okay, <laughs> I have other stories. We're in the entertainment news. Wait, hold on. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, let's do the uh, connoisseur segment uh, now. We have that coming up later. Okay. The new season of the Kardashians premiered on Hulu on Thursday featuring an explosive fight. Oh, I, dude. I, I heard the Kim previews. I right. heard the previews. Steve, we, didn't we listen to it together in the office? I think we did. <laughs> I, I, did, I the... didn't include it in the, in the clips this morning because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just Are couldn't. You, I, you you just, I just, just couldn't. don't care. I, I, I just couldn't hit the button. <laughs> the, <laughs> the pair have been at each other's throats since the Poosh founder uh, accused yeah. the American Horror Story actress. Actress? Huh? Yeah, I know. Of copying her <laughs> wedding for her Dolce Gabbana and Gabbana show. This is so, listen, this is all 
calculated. Of course. Now, everything's calculated to an extent. But this and this season and this stuff and the, these things that they tease, this is all calculated acting. This didn't occur. This wasn't something that actually came up. They orchestrated it. Uh-huh. And that's what happened. What do you mean? Uh, possibly. Uh, there was a, some sort of phone call that my wife was listening to last night between Kim and I thought she said Chloe, but this is between her and Courtney? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but the, Kim and Courtney. Uh, there was, was some a sort push of thing. phone well, call that was uh, was really, really nasty. And by the two. way, Preston, when you, explosive means I can't believe yeah. you. I know. That's them raising their voice. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Uh, during the phone call, Courtney calls Kim egotistical and selfish. Regarding her wedding in Italy, she adds, you came to my wedding, you couldn't be happy. You complained from the second you got there till the second you left. You couldn't be happy for me. You couldn't be happy that I was the center of attention and you weren't. Oh, this is a big issue now. Kim replies, I was so happy for you. Why would I not be so happy for you? Uh, and then asks her sister to dig deep and figure out why you hate me so much. Thank you. Uh, Kim also accuses Courtney of having a serious vendetta against the family. Yeah. Revealing that they have a group chat labeled Not Courtney. Uh, Courtney later calls Kim a narcissist and when the Skims founder asks her if she's happy, she replies, I have a happy life and that happiness comes when I get the F away from you guys. Specifically you. Oh my God. I hate you. I I hate hate you. I hate you. I hate you more than anything. In this damn world. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, yeah, dude, it's just, it's so completely God. orchestrated. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, correct. Steve, do you, I, I hate to ask you this, but do you, do you stop to watch it at all, or do you just I used to. I, I, I happen to, I'm, I'm in a place now where <laughs> it was just place. hard this morning <laughs> to send that on along. Uh, sometimes I'll fight my, you know, the, my demons, and I will send something. Uh, and I, but, but it's like this one was to me was so there because of the Hulu show, and they, they want the the attraction, they want the buzz. Obviously, they're business sure. people, but I mean. I don't even think this is remotely rooted in anything that's tethered to their actual lives. I know, and, but I, I, I'm, sometimes I think you're conflicted because you want to stay up on stuff. I do. And, yeah, and, and I mean, I listen to it. Okay. I just didn't set. <laughs> All right, you don't torture yourself that. No, way. no, no. All right. All right. Um, moving on. This is a this is a wonderful story. Actually, Drew Carey. Uh, supported the Hollywood writer strike by providing sustenance to those on the picket line and their families. The Price is Right host generously paid for the meals of approximately 80 to 100 writers a day. Wow. At wow. Uh, Swingers Diner in Los Angeles. You know what Ste- it was? It was Lorenzo's. Uh, Stephanie <laughs> Wilson, who is the owner of the restaurant, told Entertainment Tonight about a weekend of the strike. Drew reached out and he said, hey, we have to do something for the writers. Would it be okay if I offered free meals at Swingers? Can you guys facilitate that? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So he did. And he said, mm-hmm. she said, what's really special about what he did is is he wasn't just covering costs for the writers. He would cover spouses. He would cover entire families. Wow. He's looking out for an entire industry, which is pretty amazing. And she estimates that he spent about six figures uh, during the strike, thousands of, of dollars every day feeding these people. That's the kind of person he is. Well, he's done this. It's type not of thing him yeah. issuing a press release. It's something that somebody yeah. 
you know, just wanted to get out there that he's not, you know, and that's those those subtle acts are the ones that really mean something. Yeah, he he's always been known to do really kind things. Yeah, for, for people that either work for him or that are in the industry. So I thought that was uh, pretty damn cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, speaking of the strike, Patrick J. Adams took to his Instagram stories on Wednesday to apologize to his uh, fellow actors for the embarrassing oversight of sharing behind the scenes photos from Suits. This to his Instagram page. infuriated me. I know. This. Yeah. I know. He would share behind the scenes uh, pictures from suits. Yes. Uh, in light of everything, so, was just an affront. So he has apologized oh, for yes. this. Uh, the last couple of days, he said, I foolishly and thoughtlessly let. Uh, let I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Uh, I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil, and the, the skull, skull sealer. I forget, Casey, is the skull sealer on suit? Uh, he's not. Okay. No. Well, listen, I'm only in the first season, so right, I don't yeah. know if uh, they show up in the yeah. second or third season Please or whatever. send in the skull sealer. Uh, so he said, I thoughtlessly... Yeah, but you need me? Let a trip down suits memory lane uh, distract me from the very real and ongoing fight for everyone. And uh, SAG after continues to wage its effort to win out membership, realistic uh, 21st century compensation and protection. So, uh, but right now, pretty much everything is uh, is wrapping up. The, the 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 strike, everything, right? The the actors strike, yeah. all, all of that. Well, is, well I mean, not the actors. They're still no, they're, they, they, the word is they're just a, a day or two away from. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. Monday yeah. is is when there's uh, okay. Monday or. Tuesday is a right. boat or something along those lines. I got a call from uh, from Fran, Fran yeah. uh, the other day oh, yeah, got letting on. me know about the vote coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we got to be on And then that. I got a call from somebody else, Fran's assistant. Did you get that oh, one? No. no. Oh, yeah. so. I got, that one I got a call from uh, Genevieve Oi 6 from Blossom. All right. Oh, okay. Just check it in. Just check it in. How you doing, Steve? What's up? By the way, whenever... Oh, are you with SAG? No, I just... I'm wondering how you doing. Whenever Fran calls and I get the voicemail I'll, in front of people, I'm like, hold on, I have a voicemail. And, then, yeah. and she's like, hi. It's Fran Drescher. I'm like, oh, she's Fran's calling me again. <laughs> uh, okay, so she calls your cell phones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't get a call? <laughs> no. Which you've been means you're probably not paying your you've dues. You've been paying your dues? <laughs> I, I don't know. My wife does all that All right. <laughs> me too. All right, so uh, this is an interesting story. The producers behind the new 13 Going on 30 musical plan to launch full production in summer 2025. I think that's a fun, that's a cute one. Like Jennifer Garner. To Jennifer Garner <laughs> yes. and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Uh, efforts to adapt the movie to the stage uh, go back to uh, 2016. It's a cute movie. Uh, a young Mark Ruffalo, right? Correct. And I thought that's where I kind of really fell in love with Jennifer Garner because she was so adorable in it. I'd I mean, like to apologize to Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the production is holding a two-week workshop at London's uh, Battersea Arts Center in October with four public performances described by theater as a script-in-hand workshop presentation with a live band. So the musical is an adaptation and directed by Andy Fickman, who helmed She's the Man and also Heather's the musical. So he's done the okay, movie this is his realm. to stage thing before. And the, the people, the screenwriters uh, that are doing, the original screenwriters of the movie are doing the... Well, that's excellent. Yeah, the he also did the, the London production of Totally Chrysogon. 
Oh, oh we're totally <laughs> Chris God. All right, one last story, uh, and then we'll move on to movies opening. Uh, Deadline reports that Oscar-nominated screenwriters Paul Tamasey and Eric Johnson are working on a limited series about Tom Brady. Uh, the pair are basing the script on Casey Sherman and David Wedge's 2018 book title 12, The Inside Story of Tom Brady's Fight for Redemption. Uh, the show will be called The Patriot Way, huh. by the way. So, yeah. They're, they're, to you know, me, those balls are perfect. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be like a Jordan type of... Probably. You know. Okay, so it is, it's not a documentary. It's a drama. Uh, or is it a docudrama? A limited series, it says, about, prob- about it, it, Tom Brady. Probably a documentary. Yeah. I would yeah, imagine. I, would, I, would think so. I think you're right. They're probably giving him the, the Jordan thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, movies. Opening. Here we go. Whoa. Movies opening today. So let me go through these. Saw X Horror Mystery starring Tobin Bell, Shawnee Smith, and Stephen Brand. John Kramer's back. Set between the events of Saw 1 and 2. A sick and desperate John travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer. Only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Armed with a newfound purpose, John returns to his work, turning the tables on the con artists in his signature visceral way through a series of ingenious and terrifying traps. Hour and 58 minutes long. Wide theater release. It gets an 84% score. That's probably the best score since the original. Yeah. So, so that's uh, that's pretty wild. Also have Paw Patrol opening up. It's Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Animated Kids Adventure starring Kristen Bell, James Marsden, and McKenna Grace. When a magical meteor Crash lands in Adventure City. It gives the Paw Patrol pups superpowers, transforming them into the mighty pups. For Sky, the smallest member of the team, her new powers are a dream come true, but things take a turn for the worse when the pups' archival or arch rival, Humdinger, <laughs> breaks out of jail and teams up with Victoria Vance, a meteor obsessed mad scientist, to steal the superpowers and turn themselves into super villains. Oh, there's a Humdinger character in Saw. Hour and 32 minutes long, rated PG, wide theater release, Rotten Tomato score 83%. Huh? Another okay. good one. Yeah. Right. There's also Dumb Money opening, a comedy drama with Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, and America Ferrara. Uh, the ultimate David versus Goliath tale based on the insane true story of everyday people who flipped the script on Wall Street and got rich by turning GameStop into the world's hottest company. In the middle of everything is regular guy Keith Gill, who starts it all by sinking his life savings into the stock and posting about it. When his social posts start blowing up, so does his life and the lives of everyone following. It's an hour and 45 minutes long, rated R, wide theater release, Rotten Tomatoes score 84%. Another good one. Also opening is The Kill Room. It's a comedy mystery starring Uma Thurman, Joe Magniello, and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, The Kill Room follows an art dealer who teams with a hitman and his boss for a money laundering scheme that accidentally turns the hitman into an overnight avant-garde sensation, forcing the dealer uh, to play the art world against the underworld. Hour and 38 minutes long. It's a wide theater release. It's rated R. Rotten Tomato score of 50%. And then finally, The Creator. Oh, I want to see this. 
sci-fi action uh, stars John David Washington, an epic sci-fi action thriller set amidst a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence. Uh, Joshua, a hardened ex-special forces agent grieving the disappearance of his wife, is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. Uh, it's two hours, 13 minutes long, rated PG-13, wide theater release. Gets a 69% of Rotten Tomatoes, solid score. Visually, it looks stunning. All right, and that is what I have in... Well, wait, no, we, wait. Got, we oh. got clips. Yay! <laughs> Everybody's so excited. <laughs> All right. Psycho, the lost tapes of Ed Gein. Ooh. Follows the story of horrifying grave robber and serial killer Ed Gein, whose crimes inspired such iconic films as Psycho, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and The Silence of the Lambs. You know one of those tapes is? Grand Funk Railroad. Uh, here, executive producer-director James Buddy talks about the inspiration behind creating this series. Here we go. The tapes were recorded uh, in real time in 1957 um, by by a judge. After the judge had died, his family said, you know, we got to do something with these. So they approached the executive producer of the series, Josh Canoe, and, and his partner, uh, Jill Howerton. And they reached out to me, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> and the three of us just, you know, were like, we got to do something really special with that. Oh. So these are... There it is. So these are interviews yes. with Ed Gein? and interviews with Ed Gein. Wow. Okay, that um, should be very interesting. It's been a ton of stuff uh, on Ed Gein, and a lot of it's not very good, but this looks pretty good. All right, uh, next clip. Here we go. Almost a decade later, Gordon Ramsay's hit series Kitchen Nightmares returns to television. In this clip, executive producer David DeAngelis talks about Ramsay's reasoning for picking the show up again. For him, it was about getting back in the game now to see if he could throw a lifeline to those restaurants that made it through the pandemic. And then also to help some of those restaurants that have started since then to navigate this new world order that we're in when it comes to the restaurant biz. I'm going to eat, goddammit. Uh, the next episode yeah. of Kitchen Nightmares airs uh, Monday on Fox, real, by the way. Real quick, in that first clip, uh, the uh, guy mentioned Jill Howerton. That's Glenn's wife uh, as oh. one of the producers. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I didn't know she did documentaries. Nice. All right, and there you go. That's your entertainment report for today. A couple of big things. Uh, this morning, if you have not heard it yet, Jackie debuted it last night, the new song from U2. Yeah. Uh, it's called Atomic City. When do you want to play that? Uh, as soon as... Uh, we possibly can. We can do it next. Let's if you play want. it next. Okay, let's I haven't do heard it, it yet. Do nah. it. I've heard just a little clip of it. Do so it I'm now. Excited. Yeah. And more importantly, Lorenzo's is here. Hey! Oh, look yeah. what you have. It's my special mushroom. Uh-oh. Marissa is bringing it in to me right now, which is perfect because I'm starved this morning. Mr. Elliot, there is your pizza. Thank you, Mr. Snake. <laughs> Uh, so we can give away a $50 gift card right now. We'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget that the legendary Lorenzo's and Sons Pizza has been serving the best pizza in town for five decades. Visit Lorenzo and Sons on High Street in Westchester in Xfinity Live and in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. 20th caller, 215-263-WMMR. You get that $50 gift certificate from our friends at Lorenzo's. We will be back in a moment. You... Stay right there. 
Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMM advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all Business Challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I want to thank um, Giuseppe from uh, Lorenzo's. I seriously think I think that sometimes a slice of pizza can save your life. Mm-hmm. Did it just do that? It now? just did that for me. Oh yeah. I had a uh, um, I had a, a very good round of golf yesterday. Uh huh. So what? I celebrated with liquids afterwards. Oh, oh yeah. Is that would yeah. be? And, oh. and I was You're dragging. Sick. Well, You're I have a cold too, and yeah. I was uh, yeah I was overhydrated. Yeah. And so I was just I needed something that sticks in my stomach to sop up the booze. And Lorenzo's has done it once again. Your cold came on quick. No? Yeah, I started feeling funky yesterday. He's making um, out with oh, a hobo. Right? Oh, he's feeling funky, guys. Hey! No. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Disco lights. Preston shot a 76. <laughs> I heard about it from Casey. <laughs> he says he should take his scorecard. Yep. And just play it on his ball at home. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, I, I celebrated and therefore, thank you. That was only us. four away from Pa. I know. I'm getting, I'm getting I got closer. all the news from KZ. What was the uh, celebratory <laughs> drink of choice? Uh, beer and bourbon. Ah, no, actually, transfusion I, or? I had a little of uh, some four walls last night. Oh, no night, kidding. Uh, okay. For the first time. What'd which, you think? Which is great. Very smooth. It's yeah. definitely an Irish whiskey. For sure. Uh, it's the, uh, the Always Sunny guys. Uh, it's their booze. And it's, uh, so it's a smoother than a bourbon, uh, which is great. So yeah. you're doing twice as much to get hammered. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, it's not less alcohol. Is, oh, um, okay. what, is, is the transfusion, is, is that what the golfers drink these Transfusions, days? Transfusions, yeah. Okay. It's like purple, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, that's like a popular, uh, at the turn drink. And, right. uh, what is it? It's called a transfusion. But what is it? The end is purple. I, n- I never have it. I, uh, I don't. I don't drink. You, believe it or not, I don't drink when I play ever. Oh, that's a shame. No, it's not. I'm way I'm too kidding. serious. Yeah, he's, I, he eats I, a turkey leg. No, I play. I play to oh. score, and so I don't. Uh, I do not imbibe. While, no, you don't want to throw up here. Oh, well, I... congratulations on that, by the way. Mm-hmm. While playing, thank you. Can you imagine? That's not my lowest ever, but it was just a really good round of golf. Maybe I'll just ride around in the cart to get this transfusion because this is definitely something I would drink. Is this looking if, good to you? Yeah, it's a, the ingredients. At least what's pulled up here is um, yeah. vodka, ginger ale, grape juice, and lime juice. That's yeah, I love it. I, actually, I might. Swipe out the vodka for tequila, and then we're set. You could do that, yeah, easily. But uh, yeah, transfusions are quite popular oh. on the golf course. Mm. Might be Kathy's drink tonight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to come over to a Kathy you drinking, but, but with mocktail though, with it like you a, can do that. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have I to. Sit and talk talk with the girls. I don't have to put the alcohol in it for you. <laughs> I think I I think I could roll with your crew. We should have a girls' night. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I'd like a ginger ale, Concord grape juice, and lime juice drink. Right. I yeah. think I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. We'll have the uh, alcohol. Are we starting to sing Chumba Wumba? <laughs> uh, but a cider drink and a <laughs> whiskey drink. vodka drink and a whiskey drink and all that. Uh, by the way, Casey, or text message real quick, uh, and it's uh, directed to you. It says, Casey Boy, being that you're a bike rider, I was wondering if you could give a shout out to the MS-150 City to Shore Bike Riders. Yeah, man. And that's from uh, Carl, who is with the, the Rowdy Riders. Carl. Oh, Carl? Yeah. Oh, Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. Good to see you. Try it again. I have Carl. <laughs> Good to see you. Right, so he wanted a, a, a shout out from you. That is, uh, well, here's your, your shout out. You want a shout out? Yeah, you do a shout out. Yeah, shard. absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, we should probably. <laughs> We should probably, we'll talk booze and other yeah. things later on in yeah. Connoisseur. No, we're not, yeah. I think we should clean out the junk. It's the junk drawer. Preston's cleaning out his junk drawer. Getting things out of his junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. All right, um, let's dig into here. In. See what we can find. Uh, all right, I saw this. The average parent has 190 parenting wins a year. 190 oh. parenting wins. Okay. So God, how to many a, fails are there? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, a survey of 2,000 parents with school-aged kids. Popular wins include... Are we talking physical altercations? No. Oh. Uh, kids getting dressed in time for school. Oh, oh. that's So that's a parent win? Yeah. Uh, taking care of their own hygiene and eating fruits and vegetables because it's okay. Teaching them to do this, yeah, and then stuff. they do it on their own. Yeah, Classic okay. parental. And then when, they, when they do it on right. their own, that's a win that's for a you. Win hey, for you. Right. I take okay. care of my hygiene um, at least like once or twice a week. So that's, that's a win that, for that, Diane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a win for me. They said when uh, when parents cave, they typically let kids eat the foods they want. Let them uh, eat dessert before dinner oh. and giving them screen time oh. during a meal. Okay. What? No, I just, I I just said, oh, no. I'm the worst. We uh, we yeah. used to do, uh, as a treat, and we would do it as a whole family, though, we would do uh, dessert for dinner. I remember you saying that. Which was so much fun. I don't ever remember as a, as a kid, unless we were going out to a restaurant or I could order something that I wanted, uh, getting... A treat. Like getting, like eating, doing the uh, go-gurt and chicken nuggets thing. Yeah. I don't ever remember doing that. Like you always had. We, we ate with the family was right. eating. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember that sort of latitude. Yeah. I remember that we were allowed, you know, you want, if you go to a restaurant, you can order, uh, order a hamburger or whatever. And that was the latitude. But we always were eating what was served with the rest of the family. We didn't do like that. We didn't do dessert for dinner ever. But like our treat was breakfast for dinner. Yeah. That Did was, that was fun. Did, oh, that was it's always cool. Yeah. yeah. Scrambled um, eggs. I just had it the other I had scrambled eggs and a, and a bagel for uh, dinner the other night. When uh, when Caroline was young, Steve, I wanted uh, her to uh, to start, uh, and we were going to do this on either YouTube or, or one of the social medias, uh, to review kids' meals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because the, I, there was a whole structure, you know, the variety, the, the food, the quality of food, the service, the presentation, and what little free things you got with you. And, like, we would rank. Because sometimes... The crayons they give you are hot. It may as well be a candle. It's it's wax with yeah. like a little you, color in it, maybe. And yeah. they don't even, you can't even color with no. them because yes. they just don't color. 
So they're for show, they're performative. We started it's a lie. We started to do it, and then we do it fell off <laughs> of it. It's but, hard. Yeah, it's hard to keep. I was going to start a computer company called Apple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I just it just fell apart. It was your idea. Yeah. Uh, so the average child, going back to things like screen time, the average child spends four point one three hours a day using digital devices. That's pretty wild. <laughs> and fifteen percent of parents believe uh, carrots are the top food for eye health. <laughs> Do you remember that old yes. myth? Yes, yes. yeah. Carrots yeah. are, are but they, they seem, are. They're is that not better. true? Yeah, no, they're they're good for your eye health. Well, they used to say that you you will be able to see better. You know, I always you found have, like, I, sharp. I vision. couldn't see through them, no matter, and I couldn't oh, yeah. hold them in my eyes. Yeah. I had such a rapid uh, decrease in my eyesight when I was young, and I do remember my parents saying that, and so I would eat carrots all the time to try to like stop whatever was happening. I I don't know if Kathy, I stopped anything, but my uh, my cousin. Had sort of a similar reaction, and then basically lived on carrots. Her skin, yes, yes. turned orange. Yeah. My, really? Yeah. When my nephew was was little, he's he's a teenager now. He's in high school, but when he was a baby, um, his mom would puree all of her, his food. She, right. you know, wanted him to be super healthy, so she would get the yeah. carrots. She'd steam them and puree them, and he loved carrots and uh, sweet potatoes so much. His nose and the tips of his fingers turned oh, wow. orange. Wow, wow. So I had always heard that uh, smoking stunted your growth, and I thought. For the longest time, that like I'm five seven because I smoked at a younger age. You should have smoked. Well, no, then I, I should have smoked money things. No, but then I saw the lead singer from Tiger Cub smoking a cigarette, and that dude was seven foot. I was like, this is all this stuff is uh, uh, hooey. Well, there's Hoo-ha. some validity to the carrots thing, Casey. It says uh, carrots won't give a blind person 20 20 vision. However, the vitamins found in the vegetable can help promote overall eye health, yeah. including vitamin A. So there is some uh, benefit to having carrots, it, uh, eating carrots for your eye health. In fact, Nick, I think when they go and they do they'll go to these um these villages in in uh in rural areas and they yeah. a lot of times it's vitamin a they're lacking do you guys ever see the video of the jack russell terry you <laughs> holding the carrot and eating it it's one of my favorite videos i'll go back to and watch from time to time on no. instagram yeah it's just it's it's delightful Preston. okay yeah uh carrie glassman of omniactive <laughs> When it comes to eye health, uh, suggests spinach, kale, and pumpkins uh, to eat for eye health. If your child dislikes these foods, look for fortified beverages and supplements with lutein. And or <laughs> Wait, what's lutein? <laughs> or zeaxanthin. I don't know. They're uh, uh, alien envoys. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> eat it. The ones who bring the book to serve man. I'll tell you, a parent win um, is, or at least that I feel, when uh, Jace will ask for a salad. Like for dinner, I'm like, oh, oh. so that's a win. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Like yeah, if you, totally. you know, if you want salad, like last night he wanted a salad. He's like, I, I want grilled chicken on a salad. And I was like, wow. Those are basic parental. That's a classic parental thing, right? You yes. eat, eat, eat your vegetables. Yeah, do this. When the yeah. kid does the thing without you having to ask yeah. the kid, right. to do yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, the president was referring to the you know the amount of time on the screen. Ben occasionally would be like, here, take my phone. I've, I'm spending too much time on my phone, and like uh, I'm like, oh my god, wow. yes, absolutely, yeah. and you know. But he does, I, he's like all of us, you know. You fall into the patterns of just being on your phone way too much. Occasionally, he'll actually volunteer it up, like when your kids top off your whiskey without you asking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you train them me? well. Wow, <laughs> that's a win. That is a that is a huge win. <laughs> I didn't have to get up. Hey, all right, we're going. Who's back, a little champ? We're going back into the junk drawer here. Um, all right, here we go. Nick had mentioned uh, your phone. Uh, what is on your camera roll? That's a question for you. Oh, butter. A recent survey found the average American takes their phone out for a photo six times a day. Okay, oh, so oh. for this very reason, 
I bought a camera this week. Uh, an be- actual camera? An actual camera, Casey, because I I find that I'm on my phone way too much, and I feel like a lot of the time it's for exactly what Preston is talking about. So if I want to use a camera for photos, and if I if like I, I actually want to look at the photos later, sort of develop them, for lack of a better term, that way, rather than scroll through my phone incessantly. I completely concur. So uh, what I... A couple of years ago, I got into um, the the mirrorless, the Sony mirrorless mm-hmm. cameras, and I, and I'm and so like the last time I went on vacation, I took pictures, and my with fear, the camera my, with the camera, right? My fear was living through the phone or living through the camera. I found Nailed I appreciated it. things I was seeing more by seeing them in. And I actually enjoyed more of where I was going and yes. what I was seeing because of the camera. That's oh. exactly what I'm yeah. trying to accomplish with this, Steve. I, I'm glad you said that. That's yeah. that's 100% how I feel. I think it's our generations, though. Like, you guys, are, by doing that, are fighting the... Uh the the technology and what we can do on our phone like for me yeah. the, to have it there like yesterday i was in a meeting and uh, i needed to show a photo to somebody and it was right there like i didn't have to go into my email find it this that whatever like i knew it was in my camera okay. roll you're, i searched it and it it popped right up for me so, so the you, ease of having you're it exactly all there. right you but you still you'll not get a picture like you will with it with it and and the iphone takes sensational pictures yeah i know like those photographer they're, they're but um, you can take incredible pictures, and also it's easy now, Kathy. When I was on vacation, I had the iPad with me. Oh. I, I uh, when I would get back, boom, right in and upload them, and they're ready to go. Dude, Brian Miller, you know, photographer, he's my neighbor. Yeah, he sends me pictures that he takes. It'll be of me, like because yeah. we're in the same neighborhood. He sends me pictures that he takes on just his iPhone. Yeah, on his phone, and he sends them to me, and I'm like. <laughs> How do you get it to look like that? Yeah. How can I? I just, and he's tried to show me. And is it like from? And a, I can't freaking do it. Is it like from afar through your window? Oh, it's no, it's no. <laughs> like, uh, like you know, we live on a golf course community, and I'll be out playing, and he'll see me. You know, hey Brian, how you doing? And then later on, I'll, he'll see me. He's like, I took this while you're playing golf, and it's an amazing <laughs> photograph. Yeah. And he does it all the time, and I'm like, show me, but master, so how to do this. And he has, and there are, there are ways that you can do, it, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll tell you. Well, and it's with his iPhone. You, it's incredible. We, we will talk. Because uh, to it the, won't matter. To the point of <laughs> it, if, if you, uh, it will not matter. The, the, all right. I have, I have some suggestions. I'm sure you take help. great photos. I, but this I, dude takes unbelievable He's photos. a professional photographer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but back to the, what, what you're talking about here, is it to, you take your phone out to open it up to take a picture or is it both like looking for, searching for a photo that you already No, it's just to take a picture. You take their, takes their phone out for a photo six, six times a day. I, it I mean, puts I, the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I would say that at least six times a day. I mean, there'll be like, like there'll be a paperclip on the, you know, outside on the, in the driveway, and I take a picture of it and send it to my family and go, oh, my, my uncle's it's my here. Uncle. No, seriously, <laughs> you, like anything. My, I took a picture of my flowers yesterday, sent it to my friend, and was like, look, my flowers look better now than they did this summer. Like, it's anything, or you know, your kid, or yeah. whatever. Or you parked somewhere and you're taking a picture of the. Well, yes, I do that. Yes, I, I Lately, don't. Oh, I do that all the time. Lately, uh, and I've, uh, this is. Uh, uh, kind of genius on my own part for my for me personally. I you know I hate shopping for Christmas. It's time to start thinking about that. Yeah. And so rather than try to jot down notes and things like that, I've created a folder. When I see something I think would be a good gift online, if I'm searching around, yes, I take a picture good, of it because I don't have time yeah, to order it while yeah. I'm here at work. So I've I've created a file. That's a good idea. That is all these things that I can go back when I have time and purchase them for gifts. So I'm using the phone for that. So it's things like that. Yeah. It's more utilitarian. Yeah. I do. I, for just 
taking um, a, a camera out to take pictures of things, I don't. Um, I mean, my my uh, my iPhone. I don't use it for that. Question about the camera. Yeah. Um. Do they have those that will automatically send yes. uh, pictures to the cloud? Well, yes, you and can do that. You can do I don't do that. Okay. I take the card out. I, I and I, it takes. A, a second. Now, when it goes into my photo program on my computer, which takes two seconds, then it goes up to the cloud. It's okay. on my phone. It's on everything. Okay. Sixty-nine uh, percent of respondents have photos of family members. Fifty-eight percent had selfies, and fifty-two percent had pet pics. Well, we all do pretty much. Uh, respondents are more likely pet pics or petting pics uh, to take <laughs> photos during graduations, weddings, and vacations. I thought he said pet pigs. I was like, I love a pet pig. Uh, they well, also- they come with every camera. <laughs> pet pics. Some people do. Get this guy's pig. Yeah. Just put a. Uh, they also likely uh, are like they are also likely to look back on these pictures a little more than once a month. Look at that! That's when Julie Cherkoff graduated. Seventy uh, percent of respondents intend to print out pictures, but only nineteen percent do so often. Uh, I, I, Julie Cherkoff, <laughs> forgive me, Kirkoff. I love it. I, I, so I end up most often looking at pictures. I um, on so. Uh, iPhoto is available on I have my Apple TVs, and I just pop it up and look at things on a you know on a huge screen, on an OLED screen. They look sensational, and I often will look far more often will look at family pictures and memories on the TV than I would on a in a photo album. I love the iPhoto or the the um, i uh, uh, the iPhones uh, feature that that creates a little short movie for you. It's excellent. A yeah. Short slideshow yeah. with the music and everything. I, I'm a sucker for those. Although sometimes there are pictures in there that are like that is dumb. Why is that picture there? That shouldn't be in there. Uh, and I know there's a way to edit those. You can, but I, I've I've looked it up, and it seemed like it was too many steps for that, me to go through. But the same thing that does that on your phone will do that do that in the iPhoto program. Yes. So if you go into uh, it's the same, and you can create them. You can create them as well. <laughs> a, B, um, the, all of those port right over there, and uh, it's there's a lot of latitude in that program. It's it's a very consumer level program, but it yeah. does a lot. You yeah. know what I like, Preston, is that the the phone does it for me. I don't have to do it. I know. Yeah, it no, is kind of cool. I, I, I do it's like, like a that. surprise. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. <clears throat> yeah. I, it is. I mean, I, I don't think it's that hard to take it. I decent, don't remember doing DVDA. To take a <laughs> decent picture. Uh, but I do have some friends that, like, when they post on social media, I'm like, why do you think that, why do you think this is a good picture? Like, nothing is framed properly. It, you know, like, it's like really, really piss poor stuff. And with all of the photos that are out there, you know, just by looking at what people put out there, I think it should give you a good idea of, like, what a good photo should look like. Also, if you if you learn to compose a picture, if you and, and you simply do by doing, you know, and, and listening to the advice of other people, yeah. the, you'll be more inclined to want to see those pictures than half a toe, you know, yeah. at the beach. <laughs> yep. it, it, that won't matter to you in years. Uh, so the average is uh, six times a day. You'll take pictures, the, the average, uh, according to these respondents. All right, we'll go in and dig into the junk drawer here. It is a little loud in the junk <laughs> All right, so well, a bear trap in there. Uh, speaking of taking pictures, a university in Ireland is going to offer the country's first degree in social media influencing. Oh my, oh. a degree? Yeah, the Bachelor of Arts in Content Creation a and Social Media. Degree? At I mean, Southeast Technical University in Carlo in Ireland will open up for applications in November. In content creation, wow. so, so social media influencing. There, so, because there's a certificate right now that you can get. Uh, but that's a bachelor's degree. Yeah. 
So yeah. let me ask that you something. There's nothing like that. Yeah, this is the first of its kind. I don't know. This yeah. is the first in Ireland. In Ireland, okay. Because yeah, I, I, I would hazard a guess that there's something similar here in the in the states. I, it it sounds. Uh, on first listen, yeah. um, uh, frivolous. However, there are so many businesses that need these types of things nowadays. And like, it's an industry. It, it is. And if you're going to market your company, if you're going to market yourself, you're going to market a team, whatever, uh, you're going to market WMMR, you need to be good at this type of thing. I'll tell you what, my OnlyFans kicked in when I hired a social media influencer. Right. And that's that was mostly, what, yeah, that was yeah. foot stuff, right? That was foot stuff. Yeah. So and top, I, I mean, I've started to do a little anal stuff. But uh, oh, wow. Wow. Steve Morse's With butthole. my feet. Okay. <laughs> uh, topics covered on the four-year course are to include business skills, video and audio editing, critical culture studies, and creative writing. Uh, Dr. Eleanor O'Leary uh, uh, she said that there. You have your fifty bucks. Here's your degree. That there's <laughs> there's a growing interest. I in, just influenced you to get the head out of here in the area, both from potential students and employers. Uh, graduates of the course will be equipped to either work for themselves as a self-employed influencer or in creating content for a company or organization. All right, class, repeat after me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was called like influencer marketing. Like the fact that it's, I, I, it I, is marketing. You know, You're exactly right. What it is. That and is a sub exactly a there subcategory are marketing. So many other degrees that are very similar to this. That this, you know, I, I think maybe um, it's just adds a nice little garnish to, but. That, that, that like it's just throwing me off after I just you know supported the iPhone and always using that now yeah. I'm mm-hmm. down on the influencers yeah. what, what happens is I think uh, and this is the and maybe you agree with this Preston um, the notion that um, kids are or are, are kids going to school or hey I'm going to bypass this um, I'm just going to be an influencer right, right. I'm just going to be a YouTube star right and and um, everything has now um, leveled off and what used to be is you know the the the, the gold rush yeah. is now a lot more problematic if you're planning on making a career out of yeah, something because like that. there's so much competition yeah, exactly. i mean that's that's what it comes down to i mean it's uh the the entertainment it's the entertainment pie and it's yeah. sliced up into only so many pieces and that's all there is to it like you know? a pizza like a huge pizza yes. pie but there is a lot of like little tricks and and you know like yeah. like how do you get people to D-picks. To look yeah. at your content. You know what I mean? Like, Well, you've learned a lot from Marissa on how working the system, working the algorithms and so on. And there is, yeah, there's a formula to some of it. It doesn't guarantee no. that you're going to become viral and, and take off, but it certainly gives you the tools to mm-hmm. get your foot in the door. Marissa, anything you want to say about that? Uh, yeah, what really helps is having a radio show, so everybody <laughs> listening oh, yeah. right now, yeah. go to the Preston and Steve's accounts and follow us and subscribe to our podcast. Watch Super popular stream. video you put up uh, yesterday, uh, Marissa. Oh, the, uh, yeah, thanks. And by the way, I'm still like 500 followers away from 40,000. So oh, my God. Oh, wow. Me too, Marissa Magnata. <laughs> Marissa Magnata, one R. In the Marissa. boudoir stuff that you do amazing. Steve, it'll come when I hit that 40. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, that's a tease. That's don't, a bold don't, statement. Don't. I am so close to 100,000. I just need 60,000 more. doing 60, this. 60. I was so close, and then you guys all jumped on no. my... No. Let's make it, it, it. We'll make it a mission. Follow Marissa. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, they're doing that. All right. Uh, let me see. We got time for one more, maybe. Okay. Because we got to do. Yeah. Uh, the. What's the thing we do? Crumb Mum Cash. That's what we're doing. All right. Uh, I'm going to mention this. Um, so, Costco. Oh. It, I love Costco. Is. Oh. 
I'm a new member, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I'm brand new. And uh, I, I, so, I sometimes yeah. like seeing how many nanoseconds last between whatever Preston brings up and a, a story that you have at the ready in the chamber. Okay. What's the Costco story? Yes. There's no Costco he's story. Just, he's I'm a new just, member. I'm he's excited. Member. So, and I get it. Yeah. I, have you ever been a member at a bulk um, uh, store? I think we might have tried BJ's years and years ago. So this is your first, like, continual... You're going to be a real deal member, yeah. And, and what what led you to Costco of the of the couple of ones <laughs> that are out there? <laughs> okay, yeah. Bathing suits. <laughs> All right. No, I, I get it for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they have um, Wait, at this time of year. I, well, I did it in the summer. Oh, okay. uh, well, the end of the summer. Um, Those uh, the speedos with the layer, l- yes. the liner inside that yeah. you really like. So okay. It's speedo brand. Yep. It's not the uh, classic n- tiny speedo. N- not wearing the banana right, hammock, right, but yeah. they they I want yeah. something that really shows off my balls. But the the inner <laughs> lining because I, I can't stand bathing suit lining that like the netting yeah, lining. Yeah, sure. It, it, it rips are, your taint up. Yeah. So the lining is uh, what the. the they're called jammers, essentially like spandex. Right. I use the bathing suit. I, I swim in them, obviously. Uh, I work out in them. I run in them. I hike in them. I, I They're awesome. I, I mean, they're, I, I use them every single day. I I, I completely get that. I uh, There are certain things that at, at uh, I, we're, we're, we were BJ's. Okay. Uh, no, sexually. No, we're, 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 we're um, uh, and, but a Costco is great as well. The yep. bulk of the things that you're looking for, you're going to find in both, but some things have their specialty. Yep. I think BJ's is more known for the, their electronics. Casey, oh, you okay. know what you will be shocked about is the quality of meat that you can purchase I at know. Costco. Their, their steaks, uh, and things like that are excellent. Yeah. yeah the they're, they're really good. And, and obviously you're saving a lot of money rather than going to a grocery I store. I just want them to bring back the samples. Good stuff. Stuff. They they're back. Oh, they're back. Yeah, they're back. They're, uh, they're back in full force. So, Casey, okay, so you started there because of the bathing suits or whatever, uh, and then you just found yourself hooked because of the deals on all the other stuff. Well, yeah, they also are the only ones that that carry the uh, thin mint Girl Scout cookie, thin mint chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> the, no, good. Uh, you can't find them anywhere. Wait, are they actual Girl Scout cookie brand? Yes, they yes. are. And I I I had some, and I looked forward to them. They sat in our fridge for a long time, and Rochelle was saving them for something. And eventually, the thing came and went, and nobody. She didn't take it. I'm like, I'm eating these. Uh-huh. And I had a couple, and I was very underwhelmed. Oh, I was very man. upset. I didn't that's like them. Sh- that's, I, that's too shame. That's, 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 that's too shame. shame. That's too shame. But you know what? No sad, bro. No sad, bro. It's right. Too shame, listen. shame. I haven't even gotten to the <laughs> crux of this story. Oh, but we got too shame out of it. Costco <laughs> is broadening its reach into healthcare uh. through a partnership with Sesame, a New York-based medical care marketplace startup that connects consumers directly with primary care and mental health clinicians for appointments online and in person without insurance. That's so if the you biggest don't, tongue depressor I've ever seen. If you don't have... <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have medical insurance, oh. uh, Costco is going to help people get affordable uh, medical services. Uh, that well, that makes sense. They have everything from travel to uh, you know they're trying well, not to only that full they, service. They already do some medical stuff. My dad has hearing aids, and they have a hearing aid center there at Costco. I mean, with the booths, you go in, you get the hearing oh. test done, you get the hearing aids done, you can take them in, get maintenance work done on them as can well. Can they treat ED over there? Probably. Okay. Uh, fifty hot dogs while you're waiting. But uh, I was surprised <laughs> at that. We went by there not that long ago, and we got the, the hearing aid thing taken care of. So, uh, by the way, so Sesame announced Monday that Costco members will receive primary care visits starting at 20 Twenty nine dollars. They need a different name and other discounts. Sesame. Yeah, yeah I know. Hey, you, you think Grover's going to come I, out? I just, it's all. Who wants about? Uh, the startup with. Can you so good? 
which does not accept insurance, aims to accommodate individuals who are uninsured, have a high deductible insurance, or want to pay per visit. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, Sesame, which raised $27 million last year, has more than 3,500 clinicians on the platform who set their own price and typically work from their own clinics. Uh, the startup is backed by a bunch of groups, Virgin Group, General Catalyst. Um, i tell you where this is going also, Preston. In the news this week, Kathy, you're just reporting on the Rite Aid's closing down. Yeah. Your uh, CBS announced they're closing down a whole bunch of extra facilities. So if where you're going to get your, um, you know, your, your food and all that stuff, your supplies, that's a, you know, a stop for you. That's pretty cool. Uh, so uh, Costco and Sesame are not planning to open clinics in the stores. Uh, there will oh. be elsewhere. But you, uh, you can do it if you are a member and you can they, do it through Costco. They should, though. If they have a right. hearing, you know, facility, yeah. I, I would definitely get my proctology exam at BJ. <laughs> you guys ever, I'm, uh, I assume the answer is no to this question, but book a vacation through uh, Costco or no, BJ? No, but I would tell you what, uh-huh. you'll cease, I'll, I'll, you'll be in line and you go, wow, that's a good deal, right? Yeah. You know. Yep. No, I have not. So, I, and I haven't talked to anybody who has either. Uh, me so neither. Know. Me neither. But no, I, I know that you fly. Same thing, if yeah. you fly, there's super huge planes, <laughs> <with> gigantic <laughs> seats, <laughs> everything. Everything is just super gigantic. Size. Yeah. Wow. And your, right. your ticket's a big piece of oak tag. All right, that's uh, the last story. We're closing oh, up the junk okay. drawer. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was the junk drawer. Breakfast closing up the junk drawer. There's nothing left here in the junk drawer. Until next time, that was the junk drawer. <laughs> For our awesome jingle for the junk drawer. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we do have the crumb bum cash coming up when we return. Your first shot at $1,000 this morning. One of five, by the way, all day long. Uh, a little later on this morning, uh, Ryan Hamilton. Yes. is going to be joining us. And also, uh, Jake Tapper is going to be on the program, too. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. And that word would be gain. G-A-I-N. And we'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do it. You can enter it at WMMR.com or via the MMR app or via text. 
to the special contest short code number we have, which is 45911. And one random entry will win $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. So make sure that you do indeed answer your phone. The contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by our friends at Horizon Services. Again, the word is GAIN, G-A-I-N. Call now, and while you're calling, enjoy this little celebration of Friday. you by Sports and Social. You can cheer on the birds just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Light giveaways, memorabilia, and more. We'll start with this. A driver choking on a French fry is blamed for a crash into a business in a strip mall in western Kentucky. How close have you ever come to something like that? Oh, man. A food-related near crash. Absolutely. Henderson police said that the driver pulled off the road while choking on the fry. And at some point, the driver lost control and ran into an Enterprise rent-a-car, by the way. How fortuitous. <laughs> yeah. Both the passenger and driver had to be pulled out of the car. They were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Uh, Enterprise has since reopened for the business. But, yeah, it can happen real quick, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A, listen to this. A senior Qatar Airways executive told an Australian Senate inquiry on Wednesday that there would be no repeat of an incident at Doha's International Airport in 2020 in which... Female passengers were subjected to invasive gynecological examination for boarding the plane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Minister Catherine King said three weeks ago that the examinations of 13 Australian women who had boarded a Qatar Airways plane to Sydney were a um, where were a factor in her decision in July to refuse the Qatar government-owned airline additional flights to Australia. So Vice President Matt Rails described the incident, which occurred when a Authorities were looking for the mother of a newborn baby found abandoned in an airport trash can. So they were checking the women to see for signs of recent birth. That's correct. I get where they were going, but you can't do that. Uh, Reyes told the committee, we've had nothing like it previously in our history. We're completely committed to ensuring nothing like it ever happens again. The executive declined to detail the incident because five women are suing the airline in Australian federal court. The five Australian women said that they were taken off a flight at, uh, to Sydney at gunpoint by guards and were searched without consent. What if they went into the men's room and a guy had not flushed the toilet out of a, after a bowel movement? Would they, yeah. <laughs> would they have checked your butts? Cutter Airways provided no response to their complaints and offered no apology, the women said. So, there's a lawsuit. That's harsh, man. All kinds of stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. I can't believe they did that. They said they're never going to do We will never do this again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, federal prosecutors allege a man broke
broke into a border patrol office in Whatcom County and took ballistic vests, a gun, ammunition, and a radio because he needed the items to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you never know when that's going to happen. Austin Geiger of Oregon was charged this week in U.S. District Court in Seattle. Did, with, did, I, did I hear you? A zombie apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Uh, with one count of unlawful possession of ammunition and theft of government property. A Border Patrol agent at the port of entry responded to an alarm in the office and found Geiger wearing a Customs and Border Protection jacket and body armor. The agent confirmed Geiger was not a CBP employee and had an extensive criminal history in Oregon. Uh, The agent also found that uh, Geiger had a rifle magazine and a CBP-issued OC spray can and CBP radio. Part of the newly formed zombie division. Uh, Geiger (laughs) stated that he entered through a door of the building and began to take things that he needed to protect himself. He stated he believed that he was in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, You have any jerky? Geiger has uh, multiple felony convictions in Oregon, including burglary, criminal mischief, and unauthorized unauthorized use of a vehicle. Uh, he's being held in custody pending trial. Sure, we're laughing at him now, but wait till the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, a bear crashed a picnic in Mexico and climbed up to feast on the meal while the mother and her son sat on the bench just inches away. Like motionless. Yeah. yeah the video posted to TikTok by uh, Sylvie, Sylvia uh, Macias shows the bear eating food from the table Ola. in uh, Chippen Cube, uh, which is a park in San Pedro, uh, while Macias and her son, Santiago, were seated on the bench. Uh, Macias holds Santiago into her shoulder and covers his eyes to keep him calm. The mother explained that he is uh, he's 15 years old, he has Down syndrome, uh-huh. and is afraid of animals, even those less dangerous than well, bears. she handled it brilliantly. I yeah. mean, she was just completely stoic, held yeah. him c- quiet, and the bear ate the meal, and then uh, left a very sizable tip. Uh, he wandered away after eating his fill. Those were excellent burritos. Uh, she credited her experience as a, a midwife and a yoga instructor for her ability to keep her cool with the bear only inches away. That is, is that what you train for? You can both of you guys do yoga. Is there a lot of bear talk in your oh, yeah, yoga yeah, class? Yeah. It's usually, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's amazing that, uh, that nothing bad happened in that. Uh, in Key Largo, Florida, a man was in his birthday suit on his birthday at a resort in the Florida Keys. And what he's accused of doing in a hot tub has landed him in hot water by the law. Did he put a little froth on the water? Authorities arrested Julio Daniel Rodriguez Copil on Monday on a warrant related to the incident. Um, Copil was in the buff just before 7.25 a.m. in a hot tub at the Playa Resort and Spa. When witnesses saw him expose and touch himself in view of a female employee. Now... After a male employee confronted Copil, he screamed, It's my birthday today! <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, then. yeah. And he ran uh, toward the highway before driving back to Miami-Dade County. According to deputies, it was, in fact, his birthday. <laughs> Which is pretty much spank day. <laughs> he turned 34 that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like birthday punches. you got to do it 34 times. Uh, Authorities issued an arrest warrant after witnesses identified Copiel as the suspect. He was booked into the county jail Monday on a charge of indecent exposure. Remember in school, you get a construction paper crown for your uh, birthday, and then when you're an adult, you get to pleasure yourself. Do you know there's a nude beach um, along the Jersey Shore? Yes. All right, one last story. An Arkansas police officer's body camera was recording when he ended up in a foot pursuit with a chicken that was accused of trespassing. Yes. Agent Simmons here. 
Officer. I want a hard target search <laughs> of every Waffle House, Chicken House, Chick-fil-A. Uh, Officer. Kentucky Nath- Fried Chicken. Nathan Swindell. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Uh, <laughs> they still around? No, but oh. it's not still worth checking them. Perkins, they probably Perkins, have chicken there. Yeah, yeah. Place, yeah, yeah. Chicken. Uh, Acme has great chicken. Popeyes. Did they say Popeyes? Uh, they responded to the home of Tia Delaney, who reported a chicken was on her front porch and refusing to leave. He seems aggressive. Uh, Swindell arrived on the scene and ended up chasing the chicken uh, through the apartment building's parking when lot. When I get that chicken, I'm going to choke it. Uh, for more than four minutes. Uh, Swindell said, I was trying to shoe it off a little bit. And shoe it, chicken, shoe. And it took off, and so I was like, man, I got to catch it. <laughs> and so I immediately started running. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. The Jonesboro Police Department shared photos from the chase on Facebook. Book and uh, body camera video of the pursuit was also it's an released. Old, and the greatest regret of my life was not catching that chicken. Uh, Swindell said his fellow officers have now given him the nickname of Rooster, <laughs> which is perfect. Love that. I love and it. there you go. That's what I have Ooh. in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, ladies and gents, we are here to talk with a friend about an event that is coming up very soon, and we'll be here before you know it. Safe to say. In the pantheon of our friends over the past couple of years. The Camp Out for Hunger is arriving. Uh, yeah. Nick, how many weeks away? Is, uh, six this, from Monday. This always terrifies me. I know. Because uh, we have to get ready for this. Fortunately, we've been doing moderately productive meetings throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. Have we? I, we got... We've tried. We're, yeah. It's the kind of thing that just has to happen close to the event because yeah. for, you know, checking about availability. But uh, listen, I'm very excited. We're all very excited. So our uh, our partnership with Acme has been huge over the years and it continues that way. And we would like to welcome the senior public affairs manager. Got to get the, uh, the title correct. It's Dana Ward. This morning. Hi, Dana. How are you? Nice. I'm wonderful. Nice to see you. How are you You doing? You too. You too. It's my favorite day of the year. (laughs) When you come in and make this announcement? That's exactly right. How about this? It's our favorite day uh, as well because uh, it it has meant so much to us. Acme's um, union with the Camp Out for Hunger and the effort has been so amazing. It's incalculable. Or maybe it is, but the amount of people fed because of the efforts of, uh, and it, it's a grassroots thing. Yeah. It's just regular Acme customers, of which I'm one of uh, the proud legion, making a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, this is my my favorite time of the year, not because it's going into the holidays, because I do love the holidays, um, but we make such a difference. It's our biggest campaign of the year and you guys are such a huge part of that and we thank you for inviting us to, Absolutely. to yeah. help you with that. Um, it's exciting. The stores love it. Um, you know, when you're when you're shopping in the Acme, you know, during this time of the year, they're going at it. They're trying to get as much money. They're dressing up as uh, hunger bags <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, they have a lot of fun with it and, you know, we... We just, it, we do so much good for Philadelphia and the surrounding areas um, through this campaign. And you facilitate Philadelphians doing good for other Philadelphians yeah. and, and people in general. That mm-hmm. that that paying point of purchase um, donation. Well, that's what we're here to kick off. That's this the is the thing. announcement that we're making. So the, we will start the pin pad fundraising at all Acme locations. That's correct. All right. So this and when does this start? What day? It starts on October 1st, which is a Sunday this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can shop in any Acme um, and just stop by the register and it'll ask you whether or not you want to uh, participate in Camp Out for Hunger. Um, and then 
and you'll be able to do that. Do we want to talk about that? Or do you want yes. To yeah, yeah. We want to know everything. So we'll be able to do that um, until the day before Thanksgiving. So just okay. like every year, um, we're committed. Um, we know camp out is 11-13, but um, we're committed, as always, to run this through to Thanksgiving Day. Um, Which means a lot because a lot yeah. of people are, uh, obviously, everyone's hitting the Acme prior to the Absolutely. Thanksgiving. Yep. And, and so there's a lot more opportunity to make a lot more for Phil Abundance. Yep. And uh, and it's incredibly generous that you guys extend it to that point. Yeah. I mean, it. to be honest with you, you do so much business in the last, like, two weeks um, yeah. that it would be detrimental if we took that away from you. So yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Dana, what are the options that are going to be on the pin pad yeah, uh, so, for people to choose from? So this year, it'll be $1, $5, $10. Excellent. And then, of course, you can hit other, and you can put any amount you want if you want to the cashier to help you round it up we can certainly do that too perfect um we will i mean as we all know every every penny helps so. yeah that, that's why i love the rounded up feature it's great if you i do it do all it. the time it just it makes it an even number and uh and you you know and like you said dana every single bit helps so you, you know if that's all you can give up then that's great i, I uh, you always have something running on that some sort of charity yeah. and, and, and i support yep. it every time i go in because if people are going to step up and support fill abundance and support our drive our collective drive then you're turn the favor and you pay it forward. And there's always something wonderful that you're, um, you know, and it's just a no-brainer. You're there and, and you can do something good. And, and then the collective altogether make, makes a huge impact. Oh, yeah. I mean, thank you for that, by the way. Yeah. Um, our Acme Foundation, um, to your point, does this stuff all the time. Um, but, you know, we're a food store. We want to help people get access to food. Like, food insecurity is such a problem. We learned that even more, especially during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're still seeing those effects of people that just haven't gone back um, to their, you know, their full capacity, um, you know, whether or not they lost their job and are just working something that um, isn't as much or, or whatever. But you found that anybody could be hungry in the matter of a week um, just based on a circumstance that you didn't see coming. Yep. Terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Terrifying. And what I love about this is that, you know, through the pin pad, we've been able to um, to make these into these grocery gift cards. And that these gift cards, when they're given to Phil Abundance and all of our other partners, um, they're able to get right into the hands of the individual. So that individual can go shop at Acme with no stigma of having to, you know, have their children grow up and think that they, they just get food from the church. Right. You yeah. know, they can still go and they can... They can buy a parfait cup or they can buy in a dignified way. Listen, it's Love. hard sometimes. We've, we've heard from people many times actually about, to, you know, that they don't want to be, they, they don't want to feel like they're, you know, imposing or mm-hmm. that they're, they're a drag on, on everyone else. Right. And not that they ever are. And there's always people that can, can help and will reach out and help. But this is just one level that makes it, makes it more manageable. You know, and it's not, it, it doesn't, it, it, it promotes positivity as yeah. opposed to making you feel down about yeah. you know your situation you know yeah and i mean that I, and you guys have made that possible and we can't thank you en- enough for for helping us um raise that awareness and um you know be able to partner and 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 do you know we're philly yeah, yeah so absolutely we want to do good for philly you've got so many locations it reaches out to so many different people it's just it, it's a it's a perfect match with the, us doing this you guys doing what you do so this the, the win is with phil abundance and the people who need to uh to get over there and and get some help so, so yeah. My favorite Acme is uh, Mermaid. That's the one I go to. Yeah. And I in Roxborough. Oh, it's yeah. great. And I've just told these guys, and I believe it's the truth, the dairy section of the Mermaid Lane Acme is perhaps the cold.
coldest place. Now. It probably is. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I actually stop aging when I go yeah. in there, but it's it's it, 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 it's it's uh, I mean, it's my favorite section because it's right next to, of course, the uh, Acme Chocolate Chip Cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parfaits are in the general area, so it's all wonderful. We we love it. We love what you do. It's yep. it's amazing. Excellent. All right, so it starts on Sunday. It starts on you Sunday. You can begin, and please make that little donation right there, point of purchase on the pin pad, and it all goes to Camp Out for Hunger, which is uh, rapidly approaching, and it starts on November 13th. So, so exciting. Yes. Thank you, Dana. We love Thank you guys. You. Appreciate yeah. it. It's here for Dana Ward, guys, from Acme, and that starts on Sunday. Love it. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment or two, and I believe uh, Ryan Hamilton will be joining us in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, and more. Come on. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Casey, just a heads up while you were uh, out, uh, some stuff was out of order. And we, oh, no, we you're played, out of order. We played a legal ID and no apologies from Papa Roach. A smaller version. Yeah, we did. Just, oh, we just heard the first okay, word and that yeah, was it. Okay, so. Yeah. so I just wanted to give you a heads up. Oh, you know what? Speaking of me having a poop, uh, <laughs> uh, I got to give a shout out to somebody. He was uh, pooping. I was. Uh, it's Sorry, I didn't leave myself a lot of time. Um, I wish I knew this guy's name. God, Don, Don. Uh, never mind. There's a guy who sent me fiber. Oh, this is uh, Brian from uh, Newark, <laughs> Delaware. Cat, shush. Yeah. So this guy, guy sent him fiber. He, he sent me some flaxseed and he sent me some uh, some cereal because uh, you heard me talking last week about uh, me taking fiber and uh, and so he wanted to make sure that uh, my uh, my BMs were were solid and healthy. So thank you very much, Brian from Newark, Delaware. That's a go. true. That's uh-huh. a true friend. It all uh-huh. came together now yeah, for you, Kathy. Right? There's yep. BMs. <laughs> yep. You happy? <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I need a bell. I need a bell. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to be a bell. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Steve throws me the bell across the studio. All right. Time for the connoisseur. Right. And I'm sorry, I jumped on your announcer, dude. Uh, oh, no, no, for, no. For my it's not a problem at all. This okay. is not a problem at all. <laughs> All right, let's do the connoisseur. Uh, we will, and we will do uh, movie clips as well, so get yourself set to uh, win some things. Uh, we will start with this connoisseur story. McDonald's customers have revealed an ultra-secretive ultra off-menu burger that can only be procured from the fast food chain if you happen to request it at a very specific time of day. Oh, Several fans have now brought to light a new special dish that blends elements from its breakfast and lunch menus to create the aptly named McBrunch Burger. Mm. Made with uh, sesame buns, two cheeseburger patties, bacon, eggs, and hash brown. Uh, the, the elusive McBrunch Burger can only be requested at McDonald's uh, locations at 10.35 a.m., the so-called sweet spot. So everything... The most change chains over from breakfast to lunch. Everything in that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think I would get it, but um, yeah, it uh, it certainly has all the right components. It's a bacon cheeseburger with eggs and a hash brown. Yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah. I... Uh, I don't. I don't need the hash brown, but I like the uh, the rest of it. Um, uh, I've referenced this many times, of course. But I, I worked at McDonald's when I was hu- in high school, and the changeover from breakfast to lunch was always the most stressful part of the day because customers would come in yep. and either demand breakfast or demand lunch. Yeah, uh, nobody was satisfied. And then uh, Steve, I don't know if you knew this, you, you probably did, but like there, you there was a, a time on the amount of uh, there was a. Um, a specific amount of time that you could keep food in the bin. Yes. And so you oh, get yeah. to a certain point. And most you, most like, fast food places have yeah. that. Yeah. And so, like, you would literally have to toss out all of this food. And so it, just, it was just weird. And then, like, people would get creative on the grill on a slow day. Well, and, I know you've Nick, probably been sworn to secrecy, both you, because of your... Did you do... I did. All right. Yeah, I worked yeah. there. So let me ask you, was there... 
was there a, a um, were there breakfast items? Uh, did they reduce the production on breakfast items? Yeah. To, in other words, to keep some available for people who would come and pass the point, or did the iron curtain come down? <laughs> it became, and that was that. It became cost prohibitive, prohibitive at some point to stop making or to continue making uh, hotcakes. Okay, so like you, you wouldn't make any more because of the amount that it cost to make them, and then you knew eventually you weren't going to sell them. Also. Uh, grills have to be set at specific temperatures. The fryers ah. have to be set at specific temperatures. So if you're grilling hash browns, for example, they were at a different temperature in the fryer than, say, fries. So I only worked at McDonald's for two weeks because it was horrible. <laughs> um, and so I don't remember. The one thing I do remember about it, Nick, because I never worked breakfast, was that they were very ardent on um, waste. Yeah. Like anything being thrown away. That's what McDonald's, if you want your franchise to be successful, minimum waste. Exactly. So that's why... And here's the deal with this McBrunch burger. You kind of have to talk them into it. It's mm-hmm. not on the menu. It's not a real thing. And you have to say, hey, can you take these two things and put them together for me? Now, if they're looking to reduce waste. This is perfect. Then they can get rid of some uh, get rid of some, some leftover breakfast yeah. stuff if they want to. No, that's huh? absolutely right. Yeah. And, and Steve, that was it, uh, exactly what Preston, you could do it. <laughs> what Preston said about uh, that's how you talk them into boy. it. Yeah. 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 Come, on. Come on. You could do it. <laughs> I don't know what they cost nowadays, but uh, hotcakes were expensive back in the day, and and uh, I don't know, not worth it to me. Can we talk hotcakes for a second? Sure, they're delicious. No, they like are them. delicious. I like, I like McDonald's. I, I have a hard time saying hotcakes; they're pancakes. I, I, but I anyway, was going to say, are we talking about this? They're the same. Okay. I mean, you go to they they, they, eating place. Mm-hmm. They call them hotcakes. I um, uh, I I think their pancakes are decent. Like, uh, they're they're very good. Listen, the the um, the, the um, what is the sandwich? It's been so long since I've had McGriddle. McGriddle. The McGriddle. That's a great sandwich. Is good. By the it way, is an ultimate good. <laughs> By the way, it's hard. It is hard to mess up pancakes. They're pretty damn easy. Kathy, good. No, well, actually, no. If you ask uh, my son, I am the best one at making pancakes. Really? There are like very few easy things that I'm good at. Pancakes, brownies. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what you need. Pretty much like, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another like thing. You, you could there. be my chef. Let me Fried egg. I used to be good at cookies, and then uh, I don't know what happened. You left an ingredient out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I freaking didn't, and oh. I bought new flour and everything. <laughs> Those damn things are just like, they're like pancakes. I actually like making my my pancakes from scratch. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't get the pre-boxed stuff. Nothing wrong with that, but... Uh, Can I ask just a quick question? Can you look up what, what calorically what a McGriddle is? Yeah, because I. Uh, that's funny you should say that, Steve. I just looked up the big breakfast. You ever order that guy? No. Yeah. It's yes. good, though. It looks good. They were a pain in the ass to order as well. Or, I'm sorry, a pain in the ass to uh, to assemble because there were four separate ingredients. Um, but they came in a similar container uh, to, um, to the hotcakes. No, okay. to the hotcakes. And this is a weird aside, but um, <laughs> container maintenance and management yes. is a huge part of what the job was every day. So you had to make sure you had enough containers for the hotcakes, enough containers for the big breakfast, even though you knew you're probably only going to sell three of them throughout the morning. So what calorically have a yeah, uh, I'm going to look up the uh, uh, what did you curious. ask for the pancakes I, the, 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 the McGriddle. McGriddle. No, I did the McGriddle yeah when they debuted that I was like that's a home run yeah. but well, it, Doug you, Benson did a great bit on that uh, all about uh, the McGriddle if I remember correctly was it's it not saying? terrible a sausage McGriddle is uh, 430 calories that's, that's not that bad that's a meal is yeah. there any yeah. cheese on yeah. that though uh, no that's a sausage. Oh, you're, you're yeah. right. It should yeah. have cheese. There's no, egg, there's no egg. Wait a second. Yeah, go, yeah, so yeah that's g- just so- okay. Yeah, yeah, give me the full bacon, well, egg, and cheese griddle. It's the same. Four thirty. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. How is that possible? I don't that, believe that. You'd be stupid to not eat those every right. morning. Sausage, egg, and cheese. 
Uh, that's five fifty. Five fifty. All right, that makes sense. All right, well, anyhow, the Mc, the McBunch Burger, you can try it out. Well, hotcakes is how much uh, is an entire Lorenzo's it. pizza for breakfast? Yeah, yeah come, come on, you can do it. All right, want to do a movie clip? Cool. Yeah. All right, let's see if you can identify what movie this particular food or drink clip is from, and I'm going to play this now. Here we go. You know what can really help you sort through these important issues? What? Orange mocha frappuccino. <laughs> WMMR. Movie is that from? All right. Uh, let's see. Seventy percent. Wait, sixty-four percent. Well, which is it? Sixty-four percent right. of Americans say that food is their love language. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to understand that. Seventy uh, percent of Americans have pretended. Oh, this is great have pretended to enjoy food they didn't like so that they didn't hurt someone's feelings. I've done oh. that. Oh. Yeah. I've, I've done that I've absolutely. definitely done it too. I, and I remember one particularly difficult time I had to do that when my neighbors, and she was a sweetheart, one of my good friends growing up, hmm. um, she had, everyone talked about her pumpkin cookies, her pumpkin cookies. Oh, no. If you were to go to a farm and bite into the side of a pumpkin, yeah. it would taste better than these cookies tasted. And I had, and then, but there is a double-edged sword there. There's a pitfall to that. She thought, I sold it, and then I would get them all the time. Oh, of course, yeah. and that's what, and therein lies the danger yeah. of doing no. that. Yeah. Uh, I try to be somewhat honest about food. It pisses Rochelle off sometimes because she'll make something and then I'll be like, you know, it's a little bland. I want to add a little salt and pepper or something like to her, uh, to that. And she'll be kind of like, you know, I always do that, you know, but I do it to my own cooking as well. If I taste something that I've made, I'll be like, this is a little bland. It needs a little bit more. I'll, I'll tell you where it does pay off in the long run, because there's a couple of things. Um, uh, Claire made for me. Um, a cordon bleu, cordon bleu. The way she makes them, uh, it's not the way that I'm used to eating them, and I, um, it's not my favorite way to, to make them. So I always bring that up and say, "See, I told, I was honest about that." So she makes stuff that uh, that rocks my world. She has some really great stuff that she makes, and that's how you know. Yes, I'm, this is know, what I like. This is yeah. what I like, yeah. and, 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 and you're phenomenal at it. If I'm screwing it up, tell me. Yeah. I don't want to make it wrong the next she, time. And she's not even screwing up. She's just she's actually making it the classic way to make cordon bleu. Yeah, and I I got. I, my experience was like the way a deli would make cordon bleu. Right, right. You know? There's a reason why my, my my wife's meatballs are delicious. And it's because early on, I was like, not quite. Not quite, you know? So probably uh, maybe like a Meatball Mark Four is where she really started she hit to it. hit her stride. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the, this is a, uh, uh, you know, a, a survey that was done about food and relationships with food. Like I said, 64% said the food is their love language. 48% found it romantic to share cookies with a partner. Ooh. Well, my romantic. My wife's chocolate chip cookies are absolute my absolute favorite. Does it get you horny? I mean, uh, get, okay. Like a rock. Romantic. I can drive nails with it. Uh participants considered mm. pizza Stick it in the cookie. Listen to this. Uh participants considered pizza, cheese sticks, ice cream and cupcakes impressive dishes to make at home. Oh. Uh, no. Cheese sticks? Uh, like, well, what kind of cheese sticks? Not making anything. Cheese sticks not making anything. Impressive dishes? No. 
This is this is garbage. It's, it's hooey. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying and, any and, of that. And uh, making ice cream at home is just a giant waste of time and muscle. Um, it takes forever. Not I, I disagree. It does take forever. It's a pain in the ass. It's not worth the time. Uh, you can just go buy some really yummy it, ice cream down the street. I but I do I do time. like to make my own ice cream. We do have an ice cream maker, and uh, it's kind of fun, and it does taste really good. Let me ask you though: compare whatever you've made at home to that booze ice cream that you like. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, that's Haagen-Dazs, man. Haagen-Dazs. I think that's your point, right? Haagen-Dazs is the greatest ice cream, in my humble opinion, ever made. So, all right. Um, let's see if we can get an answer to this. We want to find out what movie this is from. You know what can really help you sort through these important issues? <laughs> what? Orange Mocha Frappuccino! <laughs> all right, we're going yeah. to... Uh, we're going to go to Susan and see if she knows what movie that's from. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Susan, what movie is that from? Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah. That is correct. Yes. Hang on. Susan, you won this. You got a case of Philly favorite from our friends at Iron Hill Brewery. This hazy IPA is perfect for all of your tailgate needs this season. Available in four packs and 12 packs wherever craft beer is sold. All right. We have queued up a new clip to play. What movie is this food clip from? Here we go. Hell are you serving us? Sweet and sour pasta soup. What'd you say is seafood chowder for? The hell is sweet and sour pasta soup? I don't know why I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. All right. 215-263-WMMR-CALL <laughs> if you know what movie that is from. Okay. Next order up. All right. And this is just... This is why we are one of the most overweight countries in the world. KFC is testing its smashed potato bowl okay. at select Pittsburgh locations. Okay, so right. the, the, the poop knives are, will be ready. Oh, my God, yes. So bowls are filled with KFC's fries, mashed potatoes, cheese sauce, bacon crumbles, and a three-cheese blend. There's if you want more protein, you can add five chicken nuggets to your bowl for an extra $2. There is something wonderfully God. sociopathic about the KFC menu. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, they don't hide it. And I love their chicken, their, their fried chicken. The I original too. fried chicken and I the agree. extra crispy, that's, I love it. Yep. Um, but I went in there, I, 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 there is nothing even remotely no. close to any hue of green. No. On their menu. No, there's nothing. nothing. There's nothing uh, uh, redeemable as far as doing something good for your body. You've got protein yeah. in the chicken. Yeah, so there you go. surrounded by, by greasy skin. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Nick, do me a favor. Since you're, uh, you were checking out caloric uh, counts. Yeah. See what just a piece of fried chicken uh, from KFC would, would run you in Give, calories? Give us a chicken breast. I, you know, you hear about how... How bad fried chicken is for you, but yeah. God, is it good? It's it not awful. It is it's so good. He's right. It's not awful, right? It's not good, but yeah. it's not. I mean, it, it's the you know, it's the saturated fat and whatever. But it's like yeah. um, uh, four thirty. Wait, I just pulled it up. It also depends on what kind of oil you fry it in. Yeah, I use motor oil. Oh, <laughs> and how's that? Five W thirty. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Go uh, with yes. the lower weight. Absolutely, with a yeah. higher performance engine. Right. Right. Steve, you said chicken breast is three ninety in one piece. Okay, three hundred ninety in one piece. Okay. Are you having just one piece? 
No, yeah. I'm having about 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do love Good Friday. I just don't ever have it because I've been scared away from it, you know? And because, you know what I love? Like, uh, I love a baked chicken cutlet, a breaded baked chicken cutlet. Um, Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of on the way. You're, you're almost there. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it'll never be straight up Man. fried chicken. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. So anyhow, if you want to try the smashed potato bowl, <laughs> you have to go to Pittsburgh. I can't even imagine what that. I mean, it's French fries, mashed potatoes, cheese sauce, bacon crumbles, three cheese blend, and five chicken nuggets. I'll tell you what's kind of, and I, I've said it many times before, the Hip City Veg chicken sandwich, and then they have kind of a faux, I don't know what it is. It's kind of a breading on it, but it's it's damn good. I'll have to get that for you one time. I think it'll, it'll rock your world. All right. We're going to see if you know what movie this is from. What the hell are you serving? Sweet and sour pasta soup. What'd you say it's seafood chowder for? What the hell is sweet and sour pasta soup? I don't know. I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> God. All right, let me go to Jay. Hey, Jay. How you doing? Good. All right, Jay, what movie's that from? Birdcage. You got yeah. it. Birdcage. Hang on, man. Hank Azaria is so damn funny in that movie. I think... Oh, was he? Uh, he was either a Golden. He might have been nominated or, or for a Golden Globe for that performance. Nice. Yeah. Mm. All right. Here's what we have for Jay. Got a case of Philly fan favorite from our friends at Iron Hill Brewery. This hazy IPA is perfect for all of your tailgate needs this season. Available in four packs and twelve packs wherever craft beer is sold. Side note: uh, You know Hank Azaria. I mentioned obviously Robin Williams, but um, uh, in the movie as well uh, is Gene uh, Ackman. No. Uh, Nathan Lane. Yes. Steve sent me a video of Nathan Lane the other day. Uh, that musical. Oh, God, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's something my gay. Uh, it, it is a scream. It is so. It's like this two minute long thing. And nobody. We were trying to determine if it was if it's for a musical or. I a, think I read yeah. in the in the line that it's going to be a, a a short film. It's completely ridiculous. But no one does that kind of broad character that's better like than Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane. Uh-huh. He's just fantastic. Nick's going to look it up and see if he can find it because I, it was just cracking me up. Gay old life. That's it. That's what it is. If you get a moment, it gets weird. <laughs> he has these two they're creatures. called the sewer boys. Sewer boys yeah, in a cage. Creatures. You got to watch the song. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's from, a, a, it's called Dick's the Musical. <laughs> it's going to be this short film. He's hilarious. He's, a, he's also a great actor. Yes. The first two seasons of... Uh, Only Murders. Mur- only Murders in the Building. And the, the one episode where he is dealing with his deaf son and there's very, very little dialogue the entire episode is because of Nathan Lane's acting. It's so fantastic. Yeah, check out Gay Old Life uh, when you get a chance. All right, um, order up. So, hang on a second here. Oh, I need to do another uh, movie clip. I'm sorry, Casey. Right. You're correct. All right, so let's let's identify this film. What, what food clip is this one? You guys are going to like this one, by the way. Here we go. Mine's bigger than that. I beg your pardon? Oh, my cucumber. It's bigger. (laughs) Vegetables can be really sensuous, don't you think? No. Vegetables are sensual. People are sensuous. All right, what movie is that from? (laughs) 215-263. Now you can hit the music. Thank you. All right, next story. Uh, Heinz is releasing a limited edition ketchup and seemingly ranch sauce in celebration of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. All right. Okay. She was apparently eating this, in, right? I have the story. Yeah. In his family suite, 
uh, you know, she was there and she was eating chicken tenders and accordingly uh, she was dipping it in ketchup and quote, seemingly ranch. That's what someone said. They had posted. <laughs> so they just were, based on it, seemingly. It seemed like ketchup and seemingly ranch. So they have now uh, created, Heinz has ketchup and seemingly ranch. Sort of. Because uh, the sauce isn't new. They've been selling cranch sauce for years. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is which is uh, ketchup and ranch together. But they have repackaged it and put a label on it now. And you can buy this if you want to. Uh, they are releasing 100 bottles of ketchup and seemingly ranch sauce with a chance to score one uh, on on uh, their Instagram account as well. Uh, so, yeah, they had done, they had come out with a Cranch sauce in 2019. And uh, they called it an excellent dipping sauce for French fries and chicken nuggets. Uh, the Swiss uh, Swift version comes with the ca- the custom label on it. You know, my 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 favorite uh, uh, chicken finger chicken nugget dipping sauce continues to be the um, the you get it at the uh, Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, honey mustard. I it's love fantastic. It. So, what is the secret sauce? Secret sauce is um, like a, the, on a on a, on a, um, uh, a Man, big back. Uh, they, they joke that it's it's a version of Thousand Island dressing. Right. So it's essentially it's ketchup and mayo and relish. There you go. Uh, but you know they might tweak it here and there. But All that's right. those are the it's essentially that of, correct of a, of a secret sauce. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So yeah, see, see, I want my dipping sauce. Eh? <laughs> so if you want to get the ketchup and seemingly ranch. Uh, Is this the end of recall? You can uh, look into Heinz. Speaking of uh, Heinz, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers changed the name of the stadium that they play in, or uh, somebody changed it to Acrisure Stadium. It's not Heinz Fielding. Uh, Acrisure? I I guess it's an insurance company or something case, but... um, Heinz is like so associated with Pittsburgh. I know. I, I'm, I'm yeah. just surprised that that happened. I don't know. The naming rights thing is yes, su- you're right. Suck the life out of out of stadiums. And you, you don't even put up a fight anymore when you get yeah. the, the, the right. Fleet Enema Stadium. It's totally. like no, no, no. the only one that that makes sense to me still. And because I come from this town in St. Louis, it was always Bush Stadium. Yeah, right. and so and that that the Bush, all, yeah, the Bush family, family is it was there, so that would already had a yeah. brand name on it. It's funny though; I don't associate it with with the brand, even though it is. Same with Wrigley, Wrigley Field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a Wrigley it's Gum a company. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's the exact same company or whatever. But yeah, I think of it just as a classic name. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see if someone can identify this particular movie. Mine's bigger than that. I beg your pardon? Oh, my cucumber. It's bigger. Vegetables can be really sensuous, don't you think? No. (laughs) Vegetables are sensual. People are sensual. I, I love that Otter character to just have the gall to come up and pick up a cucumber and go, mine's bigger than this. Uh, let me go to Dave, see if he knows. Hey, Dave. Yes, sir. All right, Dave, what, what movie plays, saw? Uh? Uh, that would be Animal House. Of course. Yes, yes it's a classic. Hang on, Dave. Here's what we have for you. Dude, you just won yourself a $50 gift card to Lorenzo's Ooh. Pizza. All right. We have another movie clip to play, and we will see if you can. I think we have another one. Yeah. Uh, Do we? Yeah. Let's yeah see. No, no. I was going to do this one. All right. I love it. All right. Let's see if you can identify what movie this food clip is from. I saw the well. We, we, we know where it is, and, and, and next time we'll be better prepared. And he was nearly killed. All right, 215-263-WMMR. I don't know that one. No? No. Oh. Kathy, you know? Hang on. No. Point to it. Okay. 
I just like the clip. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. All right. On to the next one. So we talked about this the other day. Uh, inspired by a TikTok trend, Panera has created a Roman Empire menu. Oh, because uh, because men apparently will think about the Roman Empire daily, uh, daily, uh, or just randomly uh, right. at a pretty regular pace. So, so they're I'm doing a, a Roman Empire menu. Yes. I'm, I'm officially annoyed by this now. <laughs> oh, I was annoyed from yeah. it. Yeah, it is, it is, to me, it's like talk like a pirate day. Yeah, I'm annoyed by the Taylor Swift thing too. Now, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, screw her I yeah. know, and the Romans. In, I'm just, still in on that. I'm okay with the Romans. We can let that go. All right, so <laughs> Roman Empire menu items include fan favorites uh, that you'll keep thinking about all day long. Ah, just like the trend. Now, what... Okay, these don't make any sense. Broccoli cheddar soup. Oh, from the town of Broccoli, Italy. (laughs) Yeah. What does this have to do with the Roman Empire? Well, that was it. That was actually Nero's favorite lunch. He would do the uh, the twofer. Oh, he would yeah. do yeah. He would oh, do the you pick two. You pick two. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, get a half sandwich. Absolutely, and, yeah. and a cup of uh, broccoli cheddar soup. The emperor requests the twofer. <laughs> you pick two, and what will it be today, Emperor Nero? Broccoli and cheddar. Broccoli and cheddar mm-hmm. in a bread bowl. Um, also on the Roman Empire, this is stupid. Uh, mac and cheese. Oh yeah, it's pasta. Yeah. All right. Uh, nah. This is really dumb. Here's what they can do, and I, and this is probably what you're going to, and tell me if this is correct. They're going to offer temporary pop-up vomitoriums. Mm, that's a great idea. Bring um, your own feather. So, can you explain to me? I, I, and Caesar salad is the last one on the list. Oh, well, that yeah. makes I mean, the most yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah. A vomitorium. Yeah. I mean... Why? How wonderful. So but, you can binge eat. Yeah. So you can eat, gorge Jack yourself, it puke it up, go back and eat again. Yeah. Uh, okay. And they existed uh, back in these Roman times? Yes, or? they did. They, they, they were the basically their Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. It was for the wealthy. You could yeah. live in excess. Right. If, if you had the means, that was something you it could was, do. I always assumed that's what that it, was. That was my understanding. It was yeah. the height of um, of um, decadence. Um, yeah. All right. And then and real quick. Uh, there was like, a crapatorium, if that's your saying. <laughs> uh you guys watch any of the uh, the new? The, you know how the boys have a, has a, like a prequel going on right now? Yes, uh, uh, called yeah. Gen V. Right. There is a vomit scene in the uh, in the very first episode. Uh, I wasn't sure if you guys were. Did you watch it? I, I did. Seen it. I did. Yes. I mean, it's just in the same vein as good as as the boys. And I don't want them to open up any more veins quite yet. No, I, I, I no. don't want him to deplete it. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I also thought Steve, like, dude, first episode, the first ten minutes, you got it. You got to get. You know. And All they right. did. They All do. Right. Yeah. Good. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Back to the food, though, Preston. (laughs) All right, let's see if someone knows what movie this food clip is from. I saw the well. We we, we know where it is, and and, and next time we'll be better prepared. And he was nearly killed. Look at this motherfucker. He's leaking hamburger helper. All right. I love it. 215-263-WMMR. We go to Brendan and see if we get the answer. Hey, Brendan, good morning. Happy morning, gentlemen. Happy morning to you, sir. All right, what movie is it from? Is that from the It remake in 2017? That's correct. All it, right. yes, the first one. Yep, hang on just a second. Here's what we have for you. All right, we have you a four-pack of tickets for Famous Monsters Fest. What, uh, what did I just say there? Uh, this is going to be October 13th through the 15th at Valley Forge Casino Resort. And special guests include Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, and Kelly Osborne, Bonnie Aarons from The Nun, Kane Hodder from Friday the 13th, and all winners qualify for the grand prize, which is a chance to meet the Osborne family. And you know, everybody can meet Jackie Bam Bam there on Sunday the 15th. And for discounted tickets, visit Famous 
FamousMonstersFest.com. Somebody texted in, by the way, uh, Stephen mm-hmm. says that uh, we were talking about the vomitorium. He said that's not what a vomitorium is. He said oh. a vomitorium is the entrance to an arena or stadium. I always heard. There's about, been a couple of people yeah. that, that have mentioned that. A vomitorium was uh, the arches, not the throw-up room. Oh, wow. So we may have been living a, uh, a lie a lie all these years. It's a passage situated below or behind a tier of seats in an amphitheater or a stadium when, through which big crowds can exit rapidly at the end of an event. So what was... So well, what have we been laboring under all that time? It Where did that come from? Just because well, it's vomit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right, maybe so, it's just a, uh, a lie that's been perpetuated. But now I need the derivation of the word vomit. Like you know, the, what does uh, the, you know? Like is vom something from well, maybe the Latin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. leaving. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, because that I, I've I there were uh, actually I've heard that perpetuated from a number of different sources about the the uh, what we perceived it as being. Mm-hmm. Well, are we doing this on air? Or oh, we... I thought you looked it up. Uh, uh, you can look it up, it uh, Nick, and get back to us because uh, I'm going to play another clip here. All right, and while I'm playing a clip, you can. It'll be part is. of our investigative report. All right, here is the next clip to play for you. Here we go. Underwear's just riding up my core. Seriously, got some applesauce going on down there. I can't wait to launder that load. What's up, Apple Double? Let's crack a lion. <laughs> 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 crack a lion. <laughs> 215263 WMMR. Let's see if you know what that is. Uh, Nick is looking up the derivation of the word vomit. It's from the Latin vomitus, uh, from vomitare, to vomit often. So it's a Latin Vomitare. Ignavamus. What is that? Just vomiting fire. I'm vomiting fire. Vomitorium, here we go. Passage or opening in an ancient amphitheater leading to or from the seats. Now, I know you didn't just think that up yourself. You've heard it from different people about the vomitorium. I remember seeing like a comedy sketch on Saturday Night Live that had to do with vomiting. And that's where I just assumed they were were doing uh, history there. Yeah. It it seems like it's kind of both. That it had to do with getting to the seats. And then it also means the place where ancient Romans allegedly uh, deliberately vomited during feasts. Okay. All right. So, there might be some uh, we got, truth to it. We need more Povich. All right. Um, one more story, and then we'll get a winner. I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, there is an American-themed buffet that is very popular in Iraq. Really? Yes. A Kurdistan Iraq buffet features an Uncle Sam in a stovepipe hat, mounted longhorns, American license plates, and even a fast food style playground. Uh, this all-American dining experience was first inspired by a Florida Golden Corral. ABC restaurants dishes celebrate the diversity found in the USA with steak, sushi, Italian, Mexican, and Chinese food. And this is a big hit in Iraq? Huge hit. ABC restaurant has become incredibly popular. It has 750 seats and eight buffet stations. Whoa! Uh, why don't we have this here? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that incredible uh, yeah. overabundance of weird food. Uh, it says upfront buffet pricing also pulls people in for cultural reasons. Uh, according to this, let's see, I don't know who the source is, but they said there's a culture of invitation where you take people to restaurants and it's like a demonstration of one's dignity to pay for everyone at the end. So even if 25,000, whatever their uh, currency is, dinars or something yeah. like that, uh, might seem like a lot of money, uh, at least you know from the very beginning whether you can afford it or not. And this said. is in the Kurdistan part of Iraq? Yeah. Wow. I've heard that it's beautiful. 
Well, the Kurdistan girls are hip. Yes, <laughs> they really dig the styles I wear. Yeah, there like there are three essential regions in Iraq, and. Uh, <laughs> And this was supposed to be a really pretty one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that an American buffet restaurant is that popular. I wish so. they could all be Kurdistan buffets. <laughs> I know, that's why I kind of gave up there. <laughs> all right. Let's see <laughs> if somebody knows what movie this is from. My underwear is just riding up my core. Seriously, got some applesauce going on down there. I can't wait to lawn to that load. What's up, Apple Double? Let's crack a lagging. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go to Mike, see if he knows. Mike, good morning. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. All right, Hi, Mike. Mike. What movie is that from? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Hang on. And we've got something for you, my man. Oh, cool. Mike, I got something really, really cool for you. Uh, you are going to have a pair of combo tickets for the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills, PA. This is featuring an award-winning hayride, a frightening cornfield, and the infamous Bates Motel. Don't forget, it's also WMMR's big friggin' deal this week. Two adult combo tickets for just 50 bucks. That's half off. You can get the deal just while they supply while supplies last at uh, WMMR.com. Keyword deal, and there are black Outdates that do apply. All right, Casey, I have a question. Is our next guest here? Is he here? He's here! Yeah. All right, so what I think we should do is I think we should come back immediately okay. uh, because we have yes. back-to-back interviews and we're yes. only going to have a few minutes and I want to make sure that we uh, uh, give Ryan a good amount of time because he's going to be at Punchline. So uh, that's it for Connoisseur. Thank you very much. Well Next done. time we'll do it again and uh, hopefully you got some goodies out of that, some good information. We're going to pr- break in a moment. We're going to break now, actually. We're going to come right back after the commercials and uh, Ryan Hamilton's going to be here. He's going to be performing at Punchline this weekend and then we're also going to have Jake Tapper on the program. He's got a new book out. We'll be right back. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Your next guest is going to be at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Two shows each night. We are happy to welcome back to our studio, Mr. Ryan Hamilton. Hey. How are you, Ryan? I'm great. Thank you. Wonderful. Listen, I want to dive right into something. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Uh, But you had this accident Uh at Los Angeles Airport. Yeah. That I was just reading about this. Okay. 
you were hit by one of those little shuttle buses that they drive in the terminals, right? Uh, it was not no. in the terminal, but it was a shuttle bus. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I was seeing the little, thing, you know, ding, 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 everybody oh. get out of the way. No, no, no. Yeah. But then I read about your... The injuries are I read extensive. about your injuries. Yeah. My yeah. God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell, it was tell kind everybody of crazy. how badly you were hurt. Well, um, my left arm was broken. Yeah. Ten broken ribs. Oh, Ten. my God. So my wife yeah. had a had a slightly fractured rib that okay. that was hell. Yeah, it, it just it took forever to heal. Yeah, ten. Do we ten even broken. have ten ribs? It, yeah, that, exactly. It seems like a lot. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, if you'd yeah. ask me how many ribs you have, I've done six. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. And I, go, I wish you, that I'd broken all of them. Then yeah, so you go, could just say all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I go ten, and people go, "How many are there?" Yeah. You know, we you, you just weren't trying. Could yeah. you move? Not a lot. I could stand up and stand down, and you know, I couldn't sleep, but like lay down for months. And uh, so, yeah. so again, a, a fracture on one rib yeah. with my wife found virtually everything that you do during the course of a normal human day impossible. Yes. Um, so I, I, I know it's, no, it's a, okay. It, it is a, a substantive injury. How how give us the, give us the accident and how it occurred first. Because I, I know you didn't come here to talk about this, but no, we, 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 are, I, we are awestruck. It, yeah, I know. It's uh, it, it was crazy. I, I was flying from Hawaii to uh, L.A. at the end of 21. It was like the height of Omicron. Right. And um, it was one of my first gigs back. I get an alert on my phone that I'd been exposed to COVID as I'm walking through the airport. So and, good news. Yeah, good news. <laughs> so I walked to the hotel um, because it turns out I didn't like shuttle buses before any of this anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I take a test. It's 10 days yeah. at this time. So I, it was positive. I'm in the hotel for 10 days. My first day out is January 1, and I was walking to pick up a rental car. Oh, my God. And that's when this happened to me. And I was in the crosswalk with the light. And uh, I just feel like an anti-vaxxer's dream. You know, like, <laughs> why, why would you get vaccinated when you might just get clipped by a bus? You know? but, um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's how it happened. I just hit the button. God. I watched the light turn, and I'm walking, and this guy ran a light. Okay, and, so it wasn't your fault at all. No. Okay, good. No. And, yeah, it and was a shuttle bus, a, which is A weird. big Shuttle bus I'm, with it's yeah. basically a, a cinder block on wheels. Yeah. Did and you I, get it, knocked out? Did you lose consciousness at all? No. I Did you remember curse? the whole thing. I stood up immediately. <gasps> wow. Which really freaked <sighs> people out. People did not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, I knew that I was something was, you know, obviously terribly wrong, but I, I remember everything. I kind of wish that I didn't, but I wow. remember it all. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Did he was, just not see you? I guess not. I did not talk to him. <laughs> you guys didn't chat afterwards? You're so mad at him. I'm not talking to him. Was the pain instantaneous? I, I mean, does your body it's a bit gruesome, but I did not, I didn't realize at first what was going on. Okay. I mean, I, truth be told, I, I, I thought my vision was all messed up. Yeah. Because I, I was holding my left hand in front of my face and I couldn't see my left hand and I took, and I'm, look and I think my vision something's wrong but it turned out that my hand was behind oh my god Dude. Yeah. Ryan. Sorry to give you that detail, but <laughs> oh. when you ask, that's specifically what happened in that oh moment. And um, hmm. then I realized something was terribly wrong. Collapsed you know. lung. 
collapsed, and I had a puncture. Punctured and yeah. collapsed. Lung. Um, so, so this All litany right. of things occurs. Yeah. Uh, uh, do uh, how long do you know? Do they have to air vacuate out? Do they? Uh, no, he had a rental car. I, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was. I, I mean, I was in the street, uh, you know, hysterical, and. Um, I walked across two lanes of traffic and sat in a in a little patch of grass. And I thought that somebody was calling nine one one. The the shuttle driver got out of the bus and he's on the phone. Yeah, and I'm listening to him and I think, okay, someone's calling nine one one. But he had called his boss. Oh my was, god! And, oh my god! Yeah, and okay. so I got my my other hand. <gasps> I reached my phone and I'm trying to call nine one one and I can't figure it out. I can't do it. <gasps> and then I'm sitting there on the grass and then my phone is like. Nine one one's calling me back or something. Yeah. yeah, but I go and someone had come out of the hotel at this point. But the ambulance got there very quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Please tell me you were financially compensated for this. We're working on. There's okay. a thing okay. going on. So, yeah, because yeah. wow. that's yeah. obviously negligence and yeah, yeah. on the job. And yeah. wow, man, yeah. and yet. It was the gift of comedy that got you through it all. <laughs> yeah. Comedy uh, is the best medicine well, when nine ribs are broken. I say, when I got hit by a bus, it seemed like a tragedy. And to be honest, I wanted the empathy of a tragedy. <laughs> but it is not a tragedy. It's a comedy. Because yeah. if you say, I got hit by a car, people go, oof, I'm so sorry. But yeah. if you say, I got hit by a bus, people go, oof. <laughs> How did you not see that? <laughs> so big. <laughs> what do you say? Well, here you're joking about a way to die. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. hit by a bus. Yeah. The car seems wow. like so. Yeah. You're exactly right. It's a very strange accident because we reference getting hit by a bus constantly. Yes. And it mm-hmm. seems You common. get thrown under the bus. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's not common. You know, people say, you got to live your life. You don't know. You might walk out of your house tomorrow and get, get hit, hit by, by a bus. bus. <laughs> I don't think they mean get hit by a bus, but I can tell you. I'm here to tell you, live your life, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's, so it's weird. It seems common, but it, it's, it's not. Were you and, able to distill some comedy from all of that? Yeah, I mean, if you come to the show, you, this is what I'm, <laughs> I didn't set out to do this, but, uh, you know, I'm talking about this for half an hour. Yeah. And, you know, and, um, because because it, it and you you your 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 stage you 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 will you know you you you're invited into your life and there's you know you the things that happen yeah this to me is there's no way if when you're doing that to not devote a, a decent amount of time to well this. yeah it just was so life altering I'd never had something that I had to talk about yeah you know my comedy had always been an observation that I made this right. is funny people can relate to this but this was something that took me out of comedy for a period of time I had to rehabilitate. And coming back, it seemed impossible not to talk about it. Yeah, you know, and I don't know what to do because it's, it's sometimes somebody left a show recently, and she she didn't complain or anything. She was out front, and someone from the staff came up and said, "Is everything okay?" And she said, "I got hit by a bus," and I get oh, it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know what else to do. I can't imagine being a comedian getting hit by a bus and not mentioning it. No, you know? not mentioning but at it at all. Same time, I can't. Yeah. I don't know what to do. At I least a tagline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not to uh, not, I do want to talk about fun stuff, but it's just so oh, it's okay. bizarrely yeah, fascinating. Because yeah. it's not but, just a, a minor; it's a yeah. Will, will yeah. you get a, a little flash of, of PTSD every now and then of just like oh, 
Yes. Like yeah. A, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Relive I, it for just a moment. Yeah. Crossing the street sometimes. Yeah. And, wow. and I'm very conscious of traffic. I don't like driving as much as I used to. Oh, man. Weird things. I was out hiking around and there was a bunch of lightning. Yeah. And I had, like, I'm all, I've been, I avoid lightning. But there's this <laughs> thought, like, you got to get out of here because you can't be the only guy who gets hit by a bus and struck <laughs> by lightning. You know? Like, right. you can't be that. that you're not, That's you're no longer a uh, lucky person. Like, people, go, you're so lucky. I'm not, I didn't feel lucky, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh my. How, how long was the physical rehab on that? I was in the hospital for five days. I have oh. a titanium plate in my arm oh my that goodness. they did immediately. Um, this was 22, right? This was uh, day one of 22. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. January 1, which is Started so strange. Started awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, very, very, very hopeful day. <laughs> and um, so, uh, and then I was in Los Angeles, uh, like living in hotels for like five weeks. I couldn't travel. Mm. Um, my mom came to be with me <laughs> and take care of me. And then uh, I was off for a couple of months near home in, in Idaho in Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, doing physical therapy and okay. stuff like that. You look, you, wow. I, I mean, I'm remembering like the last time you were here. I, I'm yeah. just thinner. Is that correct? You, uh, did you drop a decent amount of I weight? I don't know. I've been, you know, the physical therapy has made me work on my body a lot. Okay, I've yeah. Been, so it's been a year and a half now. Yeah. And I'm still continuing to do... A year and a half is not... Forms not, of physical therapy. Yeah. Substantial. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're on, well on your way, but it's, yeah. it's going to take many years to get past... So, yeah, yeah, it right. could. You yeah. know, I still have things going on, but I'm working through them. And yeah, it's weird. I've learned through this that your body reacts to things. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, the healing process was, was remarkable to, yeah. you know, just witness. Yeah. I'm still going through stuff, but it, 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 it it's, it's interesting. I learned a lot. Is, yeah. Is the yeah. stage, is performance cathartic for you? Does it literally help you get through this? Um, sometimes, sometimes I don't really want to talk about it, mm. but it seemed necessary to talk about it, you know? But yeah. now, now at this point, I've I've become so used to it that I I think it's it would have been worse not to talk about. Okay, it, I know? agree. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we won't we won't dwell on That's it too okay. much here. I I do have a question about because you mentioned uh, Idaho and Salt Lake City. Yeah, uh, and you kind of cut your teeth in the comedy world in, in Salt Lake City. Yeah, is that um. Are you performing for the LDS crowd while you're there? And, and sure. is the church off limits when it comes to comedy? Oh, or? I wouldn't say it's off limits, but I am well aware of my audience there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm doing, I have a big audience there and I, they're a great audience. Fantastic. I'm doing. Um, you went to school there too, right? I went to school yeah. there. Um, you know, I am doing the uh, Delta Center Arena in Salt Lake City coming up in November. Wow. It's Arena, the biggest, wow. It's the biggest venue I've ever done. So it's a great market for me. I love the audience there. They're fantastic comedy crowds. When comedians go there, they often come back to me and go, I didn't know I would love it, but I, I loved it. There's there. a presupposition. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. years ago, I had a brief, you know, about 10 years of running, mm-hmm. doing stand up. And I remember okay. I, I performed, I think it was at Fordham University in, in New York. It was like a thousand Jesuit priests. Wow. And by the way, they asked me minutes before I was going on whether I could work clean. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you may want to make that check in a little earlier. Right. But they were sensational. They yeah. were sen- and so you 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 got yeah. you, sometimes it's best yeah. to just lose your presupposition yeah. about yeah. Yeah, they're so happy to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I I love the audiences there. Okay, and, and I think a lot of comedians do. Most comedians, I think, have a good experience. All right, I was yeah. I, I told these guys a story now long ago. I was in the I only went to Salt Lake City once. My uncle was in the hospital. He had to go to Salt Lake City because he had a specific piece of equipment. He, he was going to die. He had flesh eating disease. He was horrible. Uh, but anyway, and so I needed a cocktail uh, because it was heavy. What was going on? Wow. So I went to an Applebee's, <laughs> and I made the mistake of ordering a second one and they cut me off. Really? <laughs> Second drink. Wow. I'm like, this town, man. <laughs> I must have been the troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. you were. Uh, they saw you coming. This yeah. guy's from out of town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who you, knows what's going to happen? He was Tom Sizemore for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the uh, what is the barrier that is um, oh the uh, the Zion curtain the Zion curtain where you you can't see the preparation of um, alcohol they alcohol. can't see them mixing drinks oh I didn't know about that yeah some restaurants that that serve alcohol you're not you're not allowed to actually see them mixing the drinks really and it's called a Zion curtain that they uh, that they <laughs> hang up for whatever reason yeah it will deter you from yeah from once that, you see the that mixing temptation. that's when you really want it <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. getting back to touring and, and doing all that stuff, obviously we're talking about just a year, blah, 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 you know, give yeah. a um, um, you know, out on the road and uh, again, not to belabor that, did it did it shift a little bit your um, perception and processing of comedy and the way you do, you, you yeah, do things? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I'd never, I've never been so personal in my act right. before. You know, I was a broad kind of observational comedian and this okay. has shifted, at least this chunk of material is is the most personal stuff that I've ever done. Because your, your, your stuff, which I very much yeah. enjoy, is was a little more antiseptic. It was a little yeah. removed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was just kind of what I always enjoyed looking at those observations. You got a sense of who I am, but this is uh, more particularly specific about you know my life. And I had to reflect on mortality and and I'm and midlife. It happened in a strange time in life, so yeah. you know. Um, are you enjoy? I mean, not that you'd ever consciously make this decision, but are you enjoying that? that other level to yeah. your comedy? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, comedy is so amazing because you are never stop learning how to yeah. be a comedian. You're always constantly gaining experience and and so this is just a new thing that I haven't done before. And you know, I, yeah, I like it. I always think of and then the, the, the Apatow Carlin documentary. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, if you want to talk about a guy, yeah. uh, he didn't yeah. he had addiction issues, he yes. didn't get hit by a bus, but uh, mm-hmm. Carlin had that shift exactly. where he said, I, I can't. I got to do this. Yes. And and uh, one of the great moments in that documentary, I've mentioned it to a number of comedians, is Bill Burr talking about he and his buddy are going to go and they're going to make fun because, you know, Carlin is there. What, where, why do they call them blueberries? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, and uh, and they go and he he has this new yes. and they were leveled. Yeah. They've never seen anything yeah. like that. So it may, it may not be as seismic for you as, as that, but was there a little bit of nervousness going into this territory? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was... Uh, Part of me didn't, yeah, it was, it seemed like I had to, but also I'd never done it before. Yeah, and yeah. So it was, it, there was a lot of anxiety around it. Well, then it. let me yeah. ask, uh, for the Ryan Hamilton fan, this is just a, you know, this is a, I mean, it's still you, obviously, but it's just a, it's a little bit of a departure uh, as far as your approach is concerned. And I've seen this, like, with musicians and stuff like that. For instance, like, uh, Linkin Park, right? Linkin yeah. Park was uh, on the heavier side of stuff, and then, like, their last couple albums, they went more melodic, and, and the original Linkin Park fans were like, what's this, what's yeah, this, yeah. this all about, you know? Yeah. So what, what were the, um, the Ryan Hamilton fans? Because I would assume that they would... 
prefer and love yeah. a, a glimpse into your life. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they have thought of it as any, like... I think it's been a very natural transition. Tell the old jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's, Tell the jokes we've heard. Yeah. There was a period when I first started doing this stuff that was, it felt a little dark, and I knew it felt dark. And it was even dark for me because it was just like, oh, this guy's processing something. But I, I got to a point where I made it lighter and right. it felt more like the tone of yeah. what I do. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah like you're yeah. rewriting your stuff. Right. So yeah. did you watch the Tig Notaro documentary yeah. by any chance? Oh, the documentary? No. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, she really didn't start to hit, hit, hit until she, uh, you know, she had cancer. Yeah. And then yeah. she found out she had cancer and then she just kind of like went up on stage and was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that was a remarkable moment. It, it yeah. really was. And yeah. you talk about how vulnerable somebody is. Yeah. I mean, listen, when you're up on stage with just you and a microphone, you're already vulnerable. Right. But then when you start to, like, open these wounds up, yeah. it's it's pretty – and I think people appreciate that. Yeah, I think so, too. And and I've had a lot of people come up and, you know, talk about their own traumas that they've been through. And people relate to it because it is specific, but it's people cool. go to what they yeah. have experienced. Ryan Hamilton, trauma comic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. Listen, I don't, I don't know if you ever considered doing this, but if one show your backdrop is a bus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, right? I mean, wow. All right. Instead of the brick yeah. wall. Yeah. Uh, bus jokes. Of your, of your personal life, besides opening up wounds, what else, what other parts of your life are you opening up on stage? Well, I've been talking about middle age, which is not a sexy topic. You yeah. know, it, it's it's weird because I that's what I am. I, I had this uh, conversation. I don't know this person well, but I happened to be at dinner with Chris Rock, and he goes, you're not married? I go, no. He goes, you better have some jokes. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and, uh, He's been married a couple times. Yeah, yeah. But the point being, like, you know, I've never been married. I don't have children. Can I relate to people who are my age? I feel like I'm supposed to be young or have children, and I'm not either of those things. <laughs> and, you know, there is a small part of the world that is in my demographic, but it's not enough to make a career out of it. So I got to learn how to relate somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been talking about, I just go, out of necessity, I talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about these things. I'm 47 years old. I've been never been married. I have no kids. This is it. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but now I have to. So, uh, well, as somebody kinda... who's 48 and married with three kids, uh, there, you know, like the the grass is always greener type of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 like, yeah, well, yeah. I listen. I love my my life as it is, but yeah, man, if I was forty seven with no kids and no wife, like, <laughs> I'd love to get hit by a bus. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just about how can I relate to people now. You know, yeah. and my audience is also coming with me, but they've done things that I haven't done in life. So, yeah, it is an, it is it is new. I, you know, nobody wants to talk about middle age. The energy leaves the room the second I bring it up. You know, what, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's something that listen, and I love it. I yeah. love because there's you know, everyone gets the turn to say at, at the mocking person who's not middle age or whatever. Right? Ah, I look at you. It's like. It's coming, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, you know, it, it's it's ineluctable. Yeah. So uh, it, it will happen. Right. And you know, you, and it's there's there's a certain joy to that. There is a certain joy to having wisdom that people will ignore. Yeah. You know. All yes. right. Okay. Yeah. I say there's a peak, you know, I've been ascending for so long, and then you begin this descent, and it's terrifying, because all you can see is the end, and you're picking up speed. But there's this point, there's this pinnacle, where you're like, this was, there must be a point when this was the peak, and, and you don't know when that was, but I know it was in the past. Uh. 
And I know that moment was very subtle. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does not make itself known, that it should, moment. Yeah. It should be more, there should be more fanfare. Yeah. Yes, there yeah. should literally be a music yeah. cue. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like an Aaron Copeland thing should yes. kick in. <laughs> and I've been examining mine, and I can't be certain, but it may have been when I got hit by a bus. <laughs> I think. <laughs> the, the money's a, it's a good bet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, and, and you using the term middle age, if you, if you call yourself middle age, does that automatically mean you can double your age and say, that's how long I'm going to live to? Because if so, I'm going to be 110. Well, well but, yeah. You know? Yeah, of course. However, though, we always, I think, hold out, hope springs eternal, that there is some sort of a medical advancement that buys you an extra 15, sure. 20 years. You yeah. Know? I mean, technology is amazing, and who knows? Yeah. I've been going through all of the the... Uh, generations. The naming of our generations is new thinking, you know, right, yeah. and, and, and it is like we have these categories, but we haven't been doing this for that long. Nobody in 1850 went, were you born in 1810 or 1795? Because I feel like we're very different, you know? But now we're just born into a category. We yeah. have these things. Yeah, yeah this so. is the sort of thing you have to fulfill because yeah. you're a boomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Exer, yeah. Yeah. You know what, Ryan, when I was uh, reading this uh, little bit of information, I guess this, uh, this is a uh, you, it, it mentioned your comedy special, Happy Face, which is on Netflix. Yes. How long ago was that? Was that pre? I think five years ago. So pre-bus yeah. accident. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But but it, the way that it's stated here says, small town import. Ryan Hamilton charms New York with a folksy comic <laughs> observations <laughs> on big city life, hot air ballooning, and going to Disney World alone. Uh, well, the smile's still the same. You know, you yes. to talk about your, your, His very big smile. Very big smile. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about hot air ballooning. Is that uh, something you participate in, or oh, you yeah. just did once? I did. I went on a on a date with a girl, hot air balloon, and okay. it was, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, I I believe in romance, but I'm not good at it. I go too big, too early. You know, oh, too big, yeah. too early guy. Sure, yes. Date two, you're in a horse drunk carriage ride, just both <laughs> going. Maybe a salad would have been more appropriate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got this horse involved. You know, like, clip clop, clip clop. What's your last name? Clip clop. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went on a hot air balloon ride, and it's there are so many options. You have to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. There's uh, are you good with heights? You're finished at seven a.m. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there's scary. You know, there's all this stuff. So I mean, I could go on and on, but it's it's there's a uh, you're in a wicker basket in the sky, which I, I don't trust wicker on the ground. <laughs> I you know, know. ever said yes. anything wicker? <laughs> you just sit down and go. It's breaking. I can hear. It breaking. Steve and I it's went on a on a hot air. They were a client. We went on a hot, hot air balloon flight. Never been on one. And you're right. It creaks and makes these noises. <laughs> the way it does. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no way this can hold us. Yeah. And we're a thousand feet. The in way here. it yeah. does in the sunroom, it makes the yeah. same sound when you're sitting on. And and and. Uh, but the thing is, you rock it up like we went up like like eight thousand we thousand feet like right. that. And yeah. the, but the cool was part terrified. was once you got over that, they did this thing called contour flying, where they were just above the tree line the basket oh, passing quietly right. and you were mm-hmm. oh, none of the animals yeah. the oh, animals yeah. don't just intrinsically yeah. look up for no reason right so so uh, we were hovering over them and, oh, was, that's and then cool. that's when i proposed to preston yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only our second date he went to big um well listen man i'm sorry we got to wrap but it's okay but uh it is so great to see you and uh you know sorry to hear about um Everything it went through, but you got some great material out of it. So <laughs> thank you. Know, it's nice to be back here. I appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Two shows each night. Please go see Ryan Hamilton. Yeah. Thank you. Great to see him.
All right, our, we're segueing right into our next guest. It's and a conga line here. He's got a book. He would probably rather talk about the Phillies and Eagles because <laughs> he is a huge fan of He's wearing his Eagles shirt show. this morning <laughs> via Zoom. You know him from CNN, and he's got a book called All the Demons Are Here. It is out now. Please welcome Jake Tapper to the show. This Yo. What's up, Jake? How you doing, man? How are you? Wonderful. I'm going to the game on... Um, Sunday. So here's the exciting thing. So I finally convinced my son through years of propaganda <laughs> to become an Eagles fan. Oh, really? I have to say, I just, it, just occur, it just occurred to me. He's 13. He probably thinks that the Eagles being in the Super Bowl is like a regular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is what we do at the end of the year. Yeah. This happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they're always they're they're usually in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Is there is there is there a bit of um I, not you like you little bastard. <laughs> you don't know the you don't know the pain and the blood and the no, and the exactly. agony. Yes. Exactly. I went from Literally from 1980 <laughs> until 2018. Uh, <laughs> what is that, 38 years? I went 38 years? Anyway, so he asks me, he's turning 14. What does he want for his birthday? He wants Eagles tickets. I'm yeah. like, okay. He's like, I'm like, well, the, they're coming here. and We can get sweet tickets at the Commanders game. He's like, no, no, no. I want to sit. In the stands, I'm like, okay, but we're not doing that in D.C. We'll have to go to Philly for that because I'm not sitting with a bunch of Commanders fans. <laughs> um, he goes, great. So I'm like, okay, well, the Commanders are going to D.C. to, to Philly uh, coming up. And, like, I look, and they're very, obviously, very expensive tickets. But then I think, well, I just did that for my daughter for Taylor Swift. Why wouldn't I do that for my son? Right. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah, I'm buying him this gift for his birthday. What a scam. Oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. Well, isn't that the classic rift on the son getting you the mitt that's his size or the, the, the you know, the right. thing that's really for him? So I think turnabout's fair play. It's like when Homer Simpson bought Marge the bowling ball. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, well, you know, we just were talking about the, um, apparently, I guess, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the, the, maybe it's the Daily Mail. Um, so the survey came from somewhere. Of course, you're bombarded with surveys and, and studies that the, um, <laughs> oh, the, the link, link financial the field link is, yeah, the most dangerous stadium yeah. in the country. Uh, per, yes. for violence. Oh, give, me, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, I think there's shades of nuance. You know, so maybe we're in the top six. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is I mean, I'm sorry. I love too much. I mean, is that the really? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that I love too much. Yeah. And I and you know that's here. You know, as you well know, uh, Jake, that's completely understood. We get it. Right. We don't. Yeah. This is not a in a in a in a police responding to a domestic situation love too much way. Yeah. This is in a fandom way, which is completely justified. I think. So by the way, this reminds me of my. I was you know when I covered Obama as White House correspondent and covering his campaign, I was you know. I was a reporter, so yeah. I was tough on Obama. But this reminds me of my actual my actual favorite Obama moment ever was during a debate. He was asked, he, John Edwards and Hillary Clinton were asked what their biggest fault was. And Obama said that he was messy. <laughs> and then they asked, uh, you know, basically he was a slob. Yeah, yeah. Was and they asked Edwards and it was just like, you know, I care too much. 
Uh, and Hillary Clinton was like, you know, I'm too tough on myself. I demand too much of myself. And then Obama was like, can I do my question back? I, I actually answered the question. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is so yeah. uncommon yeah. in politics yeah, we to find BS. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, uh, Jay, real quick, did you, I don't know if you caught the football game last night or not, but uh, it was at, uh, okay. Because uh, Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown ended up uh, doing a Lambo leap. He plays for the Lions. And, uh, and the, the, somebody in the crowd dumped a beer all over his helmet. And I'm watching this and I'm like, man, they would be having a field day if this was in the link right now. Ooh. But you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we just have to anyway. watch the language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're terrestrial <laughs> radio, by the stuff way. Stuff but... happens. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, when, I get around my, when I get around my boys from Philly, right? <laughs> when, when, uh, when this stuff happens anywhere else, um, nobody says anything. Yeah. But in Philadelphia, Somebody yeah. breaks wind in the third row, and all of a sudden, look at these uncouth Philly fans. You know why? Because it's it's the de facto uh, joke. It's it's the you know, and and there's there's and no one. It's the easy joke. It's as our boss would say, low hanging fruit to rip on yeah. Philly fans. It's the narrative. Yeah, it's the yeah. narrative. This is what these uncouth. Philistines are like. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we want to get to the book, obviously, but as long as we're talking Philly sports, you're, you're a smart guy, Jake. You're an investigative reporter. You've, you've done a lot um, uh, of terrific research over the years. How in the hell does umpire Angel Angel Hernandez still have a job after that call that he had on Bryce Harper last night? Because I don't know how this dude is a professional umpire in Major League Baseball anymore. Any insight into that? I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I work in a business where people are always kind of trying to work the refs. So I'm just going to say uh, nothing uh, because you never know how any comment might psychologically have some sort of impact in the future on something. I will just say I look forward to great calls, great calls from this honorable gentleman in the future. Very tactful. Uh, concerning the book, All the Demons Are Here. You How about the Phillies? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, um, each of the books has taken place in a particular decade so uh, yes. of your three, and this is the 70s. And the 70s has a uh, I love the 70s. I love, um, there's a, I think I think it's screen. Uh, one of the cable channels is almost all movies from the 70s. Uh, it was the second golden era of Hollywood. And I looked through the names of people that are either mentioned or part of the book from D.B. Cooper to Wayne Hayes to Wilbur Mills. You don't hear that. Anita Bryant, Son of Sam, The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Willard Scott, Evil Knievel. So you're, you're clearly putting us in this in this yeah. era, how how important uh, you know? It's it's like saying what's your favorite decade. Hopefully, we get a few to have favorites. But does the seventies have a special reverence in your own personal perception? No, not really. So the first book takes place in the fifties, and that's that was really about the McCarthy era. The second book takes place in the sixties, and that was about the Rat Pack. I actually was going to skip the seventies because it's the first one of these eras that I was really alive for. I was born in sixty nine, and I don't remember. It being particularly fun, to be yeah. honest. But I was a kid. But all I remember really is Elvis dying and gas lines. Yeah. But I remember disco. I remember disco a little bit. But um, some older folk told me, you know, don't sleep on the seventies. Don't skip it. It actually was wild. And I went back and looked at it, and it really was crazy. It really was a crazy decade. It really was much more a sex, drugs, and rock and roll decade, more so than the sixties. It really it was. was. 
Yeah, it was much more mainstream. People were just like it was just much more accepted in the 60s. That stuff was just fringe and hippies and young people, whereas in the 70s, it was, you know, there were rumors they were they were disputed, but rumors that like White House people were doing coke at Studio 54. So I picked this one year, 77, so that the kids of the main characters from my first two books would be in their 20s. And then. You know, they say when you um, when you write a book like or a play or whatever, there's like a three act arc, you know, act one, chase your hero up a tree, act two, throw rocks at your hero and act three, get your hero out of the tree. And it's almost as if writing about 1977, that 77, that year itself is one of the people throwing rocks at the characters because you have. Uh, you know, Evil Knievel as a character, you have uh, Studio 54 opening, you have the Son of Sam murders, you have the New York City blackout, you have Elvis dying, you have cults, you have UFO sightings, you have all these wild things happening all in this one year, and they're all real. I, I uh, love it. It, yeah. it reminds me of so like of an E.L. Doctorow ragtime Yes, incorporates yes. the the people of the time in the. I love stuff less like classy, that. Less classy, but yeah, <laughs> less classy. <laughs> so I have to ask you, as as a, as a journalist, as a, as a news person, and then on, on the the novel side, is editing an issue because you are? I mean, you are. You know, you're you have to edit for to tell your story. I mean, right. do both parts of your brain battle when you're doing something like this? No, it, it's. Um, I mean, I I try to get the factual stuff as accurate as I can, but honestly, it's fiction. So the service has to be to the fiction. So like I'll play with dates and I'll play with um, storylines a little bit. Obviously, if I have Evil Knievel as a character, which I do, he's a big character in the book. I want him to be believable. I don't want him to do anything he wouldn't have done in real life. Like I'm not going to have him like sacrifice a baby and eat it. Right. But he might have. (laughs) Well, he was pretty wild. But no, he wouldn't have done that. But I am going to do research and have him behave the way he would have behaved. I got comfortable uh after the first book and in the in, doing the second draft of the first book i got more comfortable okay look if i'm gonna have joe mccarthy be in this book let's just have him be in the book yeah let's just actually embrace it and then so by the second book having sinatra be a, a main character i was off and running and so now i'm pretty comfortable with it you just have to give yourself over to the fact that like it's historical fiction but the but the noun is fiction i think that to me that i've always loved that uh, to me it always it always works it's just it's just kind of a, a fun way to approach this stuff and everyone gets it they get as they go in what what it what it's about you mentioned evil knievel were you uh, alive well you were alive were you aware of the snake river canyon jump and all that i think i I mean that was in in pop culture that was such a massive thing do you you remember this of course obviously no i i don't actually um so that was 74 and it's huge it's a big part of the book of my novel this um the the jump uh because it's alluded to that was probably the height of his popularity that was when he was on the cover of sports illustrated the cover of rolling stone it's um you know it's probably like the first major pay-per-view event yeah uh, yeah. in, in history but i'll be honest like I read a lot about Evil Knievel and I watched a couple documentaries and I got into him as a character. He is this quintessentially American archetype, like really fascinating. And he's got a little and I don't mean this in a pejorative way. He's got a little Donald Trump in him. Yeah. Like he's a salesman. He's this showman. He has fans. He's supporters. Half the country do, does not see the appeal of him. But the other half loves him. They can't get enough. 
Um, but when I was a kid, I, you know, I did not watch ABC Wide World of Sports. I had friends that had the Evil Knievel lunchbox. I had friends uh, that <laughs> yeah. had the, the wind-up toy. Yeah. But I, 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 I wasn't on that train. I just, it, he, his appeal eluded me. The funny thing is, Jake and I are the same age, and I was all over that but stuff. the funny thing, guys, is that he didn't pull it off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, it was, it was a massive failure. It wasn't failure. even a motorcycle. No, yeah, it, was it was a rocket. Even a, it was a rocket. It was yeah. like a wily coyote. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. And the, and the parachute. Yes. The parachute shoots out the second he leaves. The it, there was nothing. It was. It was also if you're talking about you know Al Capone's vault and the it's, it's the same letdown. Yeah. Huge. Here's your secret. Yeah. He wasn't even a particularly good motorcycle rider. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's the actual honest truth. I mean, like the idea, by the way, that he was on ABC Wide World of Sports. I mean, this was the conceit of that show, I know, but it, yeah. it's not really even a sport. I mean, that's not <laughs> athletics. He yeah. was just a stuntman. He was willing to do crazier stunts than anybody sure. was willing to do, which good for him. Yeah. He had this incredible career. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's interesting about him, since obviously I have a bunch of evil Knievel fans here, uh, <laughs> I, when, when researching this book, I kept hearing that, like, people out in Hollywood have bought his life rights and they couldn't. And uh, but nobody has ever made the film. And like once you read his story and once you're familiar with his story, it's not difficult to figure out why nobody has made the film. He was an awful guy. Yep. He lived as an awful guy. He was. And- yeah. And he died as an awful guy. And there's no redemption in the third act. He just was horrible forever. And like he just but he was really a great stuntman. And that's yeah. it. There's no there's no arc of the character. It's the <laughs> it's just right into the Snake River. And then, <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Yep. Jake, I want to give you some props. Uh, you came to uh, my hometown's bookstore. I, I love the fact that this book door uh, book tour is taking you through um, different cities, different towns. You went to Maine Point Books in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Oh, I and, love that place. It's yeah, great. It's really cool. It's nice to see the crowd there and uh, and a lot of people showed up and then um you did you spent some time in philly with jim gardner talking about the book as well and i, I just wanted to ask you a personal question is jim gardner uh, like your your journalistic yes. hero okay yes growing up jim gardner was i didn't even i mean i i didn't like want to be a, a journalist growing up i didn't know what i wanted to be honestly i wanted to be um i wanted to replace lee majors as the six million dollar man <laughs> well, who didn't well, I mean, because it made sense when you're, you know, when you're like six years old, seven years old, you know, obviously these TV shows last forever. I mean, you don't, I, 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 ne- I never knew that shows got canceled. Right. Obviously the show had been on forever and was going to be on forever. At some point, the majors would air, would uh, age out of the job and I would be the natural pick. Of course, why would it not be me? Yeah. So that was that was my thinking at the time. Um, but Jim Gardner was always there as the reassuring voice and the man who told me what was going on. Uh, and By the way, he can run 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. Jim Gardner? Can yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I know that he can see for miles with his one bionic eye. One eye, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, at the end of the night, so he interviewed me at the Philadelphia Free Library for a book event. Wow. And, um, and at the end of the night, I took off my sports jacket and I took off my dress shirt and I was wearing a Jim Gardner Channel 6 t-shirt that I had bought uh, <laughs> online. That's great. Moved closer to the world, my friends, with yeah. like these three uh, uh, lovely pictures of him through history, uh, just be, to show off my fandom. And like... 
I really do worship him. I mean, he's, you know, he is just like our Walter Cronkite, right? I mean, he's just this reassuring, wonderful, soothing voice. And by the way, he's like that in real life, too, except he'll curse. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we've, we've been a morning show for, for 25 years, and I think one of our biggest coups was actually having him come out hmm. uh, to this thing that we do. And, and I also I want to scoop you on, on, on a story potential story for you coming up in yeah. November, but I don't know if you're aware of this, but the largest food drive in the country, possibly even the world, I think possibly even the world, last year's food drive uh, garnered over 2.8 million pounds of food. This is our food drive. And yeah. over $1.3 million raised for Phil Abundance, and it is the Preston... I love and Phil Abundance. Yeah. I yeah. It is the Preston and Steve camp out for hunger, and it is uh, grown to be the largest food drive in the country, and it happens for a week uh, coming up in November and I, I feel like Jake, Jake Tapper needs to he needs to be there for this, you know? Uh, I don't know if I can be there, but I'll definitely contribute any way I can. There you uh, go. So, so Luke, We're all Luke, about Luke. extorting our guests, by the way. <laughs> no, no, I'm happy to yeah. do it. Now, usually in November, I'm also busy pestering my supporters online for this veterans auction that I do yeah. uh, for Homes for Our Troops, which is this group that... Great organization. Yeah, yeah. Homes, yeah for, for wounded veterans. So, But I will happily contribute uh, any way I can. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny with with uh, 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 Jim Garner, the uh, um, campout was the first time we were able to convince because it was a tough sell. I mean, and like they say, because, you know, you don't want to meet the people you idolize or the people you know right. your heroes. And uh, we were able. It, 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 he was just. I mean, he was very. Oh, he's very nice, but it's like no. No, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that. But eventually he, he came out, he had a room full of people, Jake, you would have been very thrilled to see this, who just lavished praise and applause on him and, and he's not one to get carried away by right. by that. But it was he was deeply touched and it was heartfelt. Yeah. And, and, and ever then, since then he came then, back year. Then after he came year. back year after year yeah, for yeah. that. He's such a good guy. Yep. He really is just such a mensch, and it just, just it's, it's lovely to, to, lovely to know him. Yep. All yeah. right. So, I, um, my wife asked me to ask you this question. She's a huge fan of yours, by the way. Love the Hellfire Club, and she uh, saw you speak, I believe, at the Philadelphia Free Library. But she wanted me to ask cool. about this photo that went insanely viral. Yeah. You're oh, in it. I know what this okay. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sp- speaking of Snake River, <laughs> I, explain it to me because I don't know. It's Jake. That is Snake River. That yeah. is Snake River. It, 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 so it's at Snake River. It's like Jennifer Aniston and like Courtney Cox. And like all these people and Jake Tapper. <laughs> so, so Jimmy Kimmel and I became friends years ago when he came to do the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And I had interviewed Sarah Silverman for a profile on Nightline, you know, like 15 years ago and like five years before that. And um, they used to date and like he was doing this thing. And I, I you know, I and she, she said, you know, can you just like help him figure out what will, you know, read the room? And he and I hit it off. And I talked him out of some really disgusting jokes. Really <laughs> awful. Really awful. You can, he, he talked on Stern about what they were. I yeah. won't even say, if I can't <laughs> say that one word here, then yeah, right, right. Right. So, take my word for it. All right. So um, anyway, we uh, we hit it off. And I'm being, I'm being told that I, I'm being told right. that I have to end it in one second. Right. Anyway, we hit it off. And th- he was the one that suggested I put Evil Knievel in the book. Okay. Right. No kidding. Anyway, so then he has this event. So that, he's my connection. Like I'm not. It's not like all these other people are my 
friends. I mean, they are now, but yeah. like that's how I got invited from Jimmy. And Jimmy's just a wonderful host. And so now I know some of these other. Well, it, it's, it's great. And it, it's because you're way at the back of the table and yeah. you're, you clearly are looking around like, what am I doing here? Yeah. So I'm definitely, what am I doing there? But it, but it is, but it is, it is fun to be there. Yeah. And they're, they are generally pretty nice and cool and beautiful people. Yeah. It's nice. To, I don't know what I'm doing there. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Well, I look listen. around. I'm like, oh, first of all, I look like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> what are they doing? All right. Well, we know you got other people you need to talk to today, Jake. But uh, thanks for letting us prattle on a bit. But the uh, the no- the novel is called All the Demons Are Here Now. It's the third of these uh, of this series of books, and you can get it at uh, jakeTapper.com or go to your local bookstore and find that. But uh, dude, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate Thank you it. so much. Fun talking to you guys anytime. All right, we'll see you soon. Jake Tapper, yeah! guys. That's funny. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that picture. Maybe I did. Was it from a little a while yeah, back? Yeah, you, you probably seen it. It, yeah. it ended up in all the uh, the the the, uh, the like the, the entertainment uh, pages. Yeah, it's a it's a table of like eighty people. And, and oh, really? Eight, like eighty people. It just okay. goes on forever. And way at the back is Jake. Tech. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well. Uh, we do need to take a break. Looking yeah. at the clock, we've only got eight minutes till the next chance to win a thousand dollars. It's MMR's Crumb Bum Cash. So I want to go ahead and break now. But as I do, stop uh, to take us into commercials. Uh, let's give away. Do we have any Lorenzo's love? Yes, left? we do. All right, so we have a fifty dollars gift card to Lorenzo's, who brought by, of course, those amazing pies that are huge. Check them out in Westchester and the Wells Fargo Center. And I don't have my copy around here anywhere to make sure. Oh, Wherever right. peaches. Oh, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Thank you. I got to make sure I mention this. Um, uh, yes, uh, order Lorenzo's delivery on DoorDash, Grubhub, or Slice Apps. Mm. I will take call number 18-215-263-WMMR. We'll be back with your crumb mum keyword. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMM advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all business challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Nova Farms and Bad Fish in a tribute to Sublime this Saturday, tomorrow at the TLA. Doors open at 7 and all tickets are free while supplies last. 21 and over event and it's Bad Fish at the TLA this Saturday presented by Nova Farms. Uh, let's begin with a YouTube prankster who was shot by one of his targets. Told jurors on Tuesday he had no inkling that he had scared or angered the man who fired on him as the prank was recorded. 
Tanner Cook, whose classified goons channel on YouTube has more than 55,000 subscribers, testified nonchalantly about the shooting at the start of the trial for 31-year-old Alan Colley, who's charged with aggravated malicious wounding and two firearms counts. In uh, the shooting at the food court in Dulles Town Center, about 45 minutes west of Washington, D.C., set off a panic as shoppers fled what they feared was a mass shooting. Jurors also saw the video of the shooting recorded by Cook's associates. Uh, the two interacted for less than 30 seconds. Video shows Cook approaching Collie, a DoorDash driver, uh, as he picked up an order. The six-foot-five tall Cook looms over Collie while holding a cell phone about six inches from his face. And uh, the phone broadcasts a phrase that says, Hey, Dip S, quit thinking about my Twinkie multiple times through a Google Translate app. So it says this over right. and over. And on the video, Collie tells him to stop three different times and tries to back away from Cook, who continues to advance on him. Uh, Collie tries to knock the phone away from his face before pulling out a gun and shooting Cook in the lower left chest. Now, while I am not advocating pulling out a gun and shooting someone over something like this, I also think it's a pretty freaking bad idea to go up and to start bothering strangers There are a like number that. of YouTube channels that do this. There yep. was the one guy who was literally kicking in doors in people's homes and running in. It's crazy. Uh, uh, that's just, it's vandalism. You're, you're, you're assaulting, it. you're attacking people. That's yep. it's nothing good about that. Uh, Cook testified Tuesday that he tried tries to confuse the targets of his pranks for the amusement of his online audience. You know, yeah. make an idiot out of you. Right. Uh, he said that he doesn't uh, seek to elicit fear or anger, but acknowledge his targets. He doesn't He doesn't figure anger might figure into yeah. the response? But, but he said he acknowledges his targets often react that way. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, this has turned into a lawsuit now, and uh, I think, you know, come on, man. Stop doing that, number one. And number two, you know, probably shouldn't pull out a gun and shoot somebody, but nonetheless, it's a messed up story. All right, this is a local one. A New Jersey fire chief helped rescue a man who got trapped underneath a 200-pound rock over the weekend. Whoa. Yeah, uh, Demarest Fire Chief John McLaughlin uh, was the first person to the scene, and he found a man stuck in a muddy brook and pinned under a heavy boulder. Drag him. <laughs> Is that all the guy could say? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Just repeated it over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, it was pouring rain. It was cold. He said he was in this cold water for probably close to an hour. He was trapped between his kneecaps and ankle. Uh, his foot was straight up and he just couldn't move it. Uh, the man who I, uh, the chief believes is from Florida was hit with a, was, uh, with a young child who ran to get help. He said, I'm told that he ran out of the road and started yelling for help and someone heard him yelling, call 911. Drag him. Uh, investigators. <laughs> Investigators said the area is a dried-up lake near a high school, and the weekend uh, washout made conditions far worse than normal. Uh, McLaughlin said he was very upset. He started to shake, and I believe he went into hypothermia and shock. Uh, rescuers raced against the clock, and a team was eventually able to dig his foot out and free him. Uh, but their challenges didn't end there. Uh, once they got him out of the lake, they had to figure out how to get him uh, out and away from there because it was really, really muddy and a high-risk type of well, movement. Well, that could have saved him from much more physical damage because yeah. it was muddy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. A Florida squatter was arrested after police found her eating a sandwich in the kitchen of a multi-million dollar home that she moved into while the owners were out of town on a trip. <laughs> Jesus, Brie. Uh, Louisa... <laughs> 
Louisa Villa of Fort Myers allegedly moved into the Bonita Springs home along with her dog while the owners were away. A maintenance worker found the woman when he went to catch up, uh, check up on the house. He found a suitcase by the front door and heard a dog barking when he entered the home. The worker then immediately called the owners who then alerted the police. Police uh, then came to the house, walked in to find Villa in the kitchen eating a sandwich and wearing an uh, Athleta dress. Athleta dress. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that reportedly belonged to the owner. Villa told police that she was the owner of the house and that she had just bought it. However, when she was asked to show proof of ownership, she provided officers with fake documents. She pulls out like a receipt from Panera. Uh, no, they said there were three different pieces of paper with certificate of ownership uh, ah. on it, all of which had the same notary stamp. But none of the documents presented were an official deed or bill of sale, nor did the documents have any of the proper state seal on them. So they'll do stuff like that. They'll actually yeah. just go and then it becomes harder to get them out. Yeah. Once they've uh, been there for a while. Uh, the police didn't find any signs of breaking and entering. And that's part of it, too, if you <clears throat> yeah, can just right, walk yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Uh, it remains unknown how she was able to access the house. A woman admitted to police that she stole the $180 dress but offered to reimburse it for the owner. She's being held right now on a $21,000 bond. All right. One more, I guess. Uh, let me see here. I want to end with a good one, and then we'll wrap there. Yeah, but let's go with this one. So, a Rhode Island man has been charged in Vermont with possessing 26 pounds of cocaine with the intent to distribute distribute it after federal authorities observed him putting packages into a kayak. kayak. Uh, what, what is that kayak. again? What is that? A kayak uh-huh. on Lake Champlain near the Canadian border. Really? Uh, yeah, the U.S. Attorney's Office said agents uh, encountered Freddie Rodriguez of Rhode Island behind a rented camp the agent said they saw him walk to the shore of Lake Champlain with a bag after agents got word that a vessel had entered the United States on the lake and was traveling south near the camp. They say that they saw him load objects from a bag into a kayak and then start to drag the boat into the water. He tried to flee when agents confronted him but was apprehended. The objects in the kayak were brick-like packages containing a white powder that tested presumably positive for the presence of cocaine. What if Champy had gotten a hold of that case? <laughs> Rodriguez uh, could spend between 5 and 40 years in prison if convicted, but he was trying to smuggle it into Canada uh, via kayak on Lake Champlain. <laughs> and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Alright, so it's 12 minutes after 10. You have until 15 minutes after the hour uh, to enter the word coin. It's almost 13 now, so you got to do this quickly. Uh, for Crumb Bum Cash. Alright, so uh, you can text COIN uh, to three. Uh, I'm sorry, 45911 or you can enter it through W. <laughs> What's happening? He's falling apart. Over <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> really? WMMR.com right. or the MMR app. I, went, I put my elbow down on my armrest. And this thing, it collapses Aww. sometimes <laughs> for no reason. It's a novelty. It just, yeah. my, my elbow only slipped like three inches, but it just... <laughs> it, it did it again. It just did it again. It's the Goober Chair. Make your coworkers look like idiots. The Goober Chair is a laugh fest at every conference. <laughs> we should start marketing the Goober chair. The Goober chair. <laughs> Armrests collapse all the time, and everyone loves it. <laughs> we had to fire about thirty people today. And broke the tension by wheeling out the Goober chair. Dude, there was there was a time I was taking a bus trip. Do I have time to tell a little story? Yeah, I think I've told this before. I was we were taking a bus trip uh, to. Actually, we were on the way back from Florida for spring break, and it was like you know, all the, my friends from high school were on the bus and everything. And there was one seat on the entire bus that it, it would recline, but it wouldn't stay reclined. And if you moved up just a little bit, the whole seat would shoot forward. 
And so you're on a multi-hour-long bus ride. Uh, you need a reclining seat. You yeah. have to. And so we, we nicknamed it the elephant chair. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. And so the thing was... If you if you had if you didn't have the elephant chair and you were with our group and you went and got and used the bathroom, whoever was in the elephant chair was going to take your chair <laughs> and then you were stuck with the elephant chair. So, so you you couldn't call fives. No, no, you could not. It was like it was like, dude, you're just screwed. We all have to deal with this. Uh-huh. It's your turn in the elephant chair. So it would not recline. It would not recline. It would it would go back, but it wouldn't stay reclined. And right. So like even if you scooted just the slightest bit forward, it would it would move you. Forward. And so you you were your your core was working all the time because... It was, yeah, yeah, and it just was... We need to lay back yeah. a little bit. I mean, it was like a, you know, 15, 16-hour <sighs> bus ride or something no. stupid like that, so... But the goober chair, maybe... <laughs> I love it. Maybe think of the elephant chair. <laughs> it's the goober chair! Oh, my God. Alright, let's give away our final $50 gift card to Lorenzo's Pizza. Lorenzo's and Sons Pizza. We'll take caller number uh, 20 at 215-263-WMMR. And, you know, as we had Acme by earlier this morning to talk about uh, the uh, campaign at the Pin Pad. Yes. You can, uh, starting on Sunday, when you go to Acme, you can make a donation to Camp Out for Hunger. Lorenzo's is also a proud sponsor of the Camp Out for Hunger again this year. So we appreciate all our sponsors starting to get ready. They're amazing. uh, For the event, which will be here before you know it in November. So we'll take call number 18-215-263-WMMR. And, of course, you can see them on High Street in Westchester in Xfinity Live and uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. I said Wells Fargo Center earlier. That's They're not in Wells Fargo Center anymore. So I just wanted to mention the correct locations. All That's right. right. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment and we'll get the lesson question. Who knows what it might be? It could be a lot of things this morning. Uh, and we'll get to Trash and Music News, too. Stay put. We'll be right back. Hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, I hate Stevensinger.com. Oh, 
By the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. I hate Stevensinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, lesson question time. Sorry, I didn't look at these yet, but we're going to give away a four-pack of Hershey Park tickets if you can answer a question correctly. Let me see what we're going to go to. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, sometimes we, like yesterday, we went back to the 6.15. Right. We're going to do something that was like 15 minutes ago. Okay. What kind of prank chair is actually hilarious? (laughs) (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. This is just a few minutes ago. Let's see if you were listening. What kind of prank chair is actually hilarious? 215-263-WMMR. Call call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Bates Motel. Half-price tickets for a very limited time at WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Bruce Brees, Brees Springsteen is what I'm attempting to say. His representative suggesting the postponing of his 2023 concert dates could extend into the first half of 2024 as he deals with a peptic ulcer. Bruce assured his fans he is Jersey tough, which means he can take on anything except pumping his own gas. <laughs> Police apparently responded to a call on Wednesday out of concern for Britney Spears after she posted a video of her dancing with knives and then posted one with her wearing bandages. According to the police report, quote, Spears seemed physically fine and lucid and was in the middle of eating a bowl of marbles. And finally, annoying kid rapper Lil Tay. Do you remember her? She was seen in public for the first time in five years as she arrived at Los Angeles Airport with her mother and brother. Lil Tay says she has really matured over the past few years and credits potty training. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the phone see if someone knows uh, what kind of prank chair is actually hilarious. Uh, we will try out Andrew to see if he has the answer. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks, everybody. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, All right so... What kind of prank chair is actually hilarious? The goober chair. The goober chair. Hang on, bud. All right, we're going to give you a four-pack. Count them. A four-pack of Hershey Park tickets. And Hershey Park Halloween is now open Friday through Sunday. You can buy your tickets now at HersheyPark.com and visit this weekend as well. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Bad Fish and a tribute to Sublime this Saturday at the TLA. Doors open at 7 and all tickets are free while the supplies last 21 and over. That's Bad Fish at TLA this Saturday presented by Nova Farms. Uh, So it's a huge day for U2 fans. Um, And the Irish Quartet has opened its U2 UV Octung Baby Live at the Sphere uh, for the residency. Uh, It starts in Vegas tonight, performing its Octung Baby album in its entirety, along with selected other material. In conjunction with uh, that, the group is also releasing Atomic Baby, the new single... Uh, that they played for a music video uh, on Fremont Street in Vegas. We played it earlier this morning. Atomic Baby or Atomic... I'm sorry. Atomic City. That was okay. me. Yeah, okay. Saying, yeah, it says Atomic Baby, uh, the new single, but the song is called Atomic City. You know... <laughs> <laughs> 
You know why? I think actually because Preston, they're doing Octone Baby at right. Sphere. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's probably what they did. I so. Octone City. <laughs> uh, the announcement of the single describes uh, Atomic City as an homage to the post-punk gods that have come before them, including Blondie and Giorgio Marauder, as well as the city of Las Vegas itself. Preston, do you see this venue as being so, uh, I, like in a city, in an urban setting, mm-hmm. like the equivalent of like Red Rocks or the Gorge, or like it is a, like people will wait and yeah. even travel to see a band at this sphere? For sure. I will. Uh, I know that what they're, with, with that shape and with the video technology, what they're going to be able to do inside there is going to be, yeah. I imagine, is going to be mind-blowing. Has anybody seen the inside? Because I've yes. only seen the outside. Well, no. I've, seen, I've seen video from the inside. Okay. It's pretty amazing. It, Acoustically, it, it's supposed to be sensational. Is it going to, because um, the outside is amazing, and I saw yeah. it with my own two eyes when I was in Vegas in July, um, and they had just lit it up like that day right so it was brand new is the inside gonna have any of that visual stuff yes yeah okay from what i understand casey yes so um keep in mind like like you remember when the the wells fargo center first put in that um that ring that goes all the way around the inside and they could light that up and do different uh uh animation around that how how you went wow that's Mm -hmm. that's really visually stunning uh, I would imagine it's stuff like that 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 is be able to go in that entire all the way around encompassing and create an environmental like you can yeah you can apparently the imagery you can put all around is is, is it's almost like a, an IMAX theater or a um, a planetarium right yeah. away. But yeah. what's most important, I think, for that is for whatever band lighting director. Like, that they can tap into that. Not only that they can tap into it, but they can also do it. Like, I'm just thinking, like, with, with Fish, their, their lighting director, this guy, Chris Carota. Like, if he can tap into that and use that to his advantage for a light show during the, the actual well, you concert. Know, you, you know what I'm thinking of? Laser Skinnered, Preston. Ooh! Dude, laser light shows were so cool back yeah, then. Yeah, they were. Laser Skinnered. Be awesome, Laser Floyd. I, I think I went to that one. Oh, I did yeah. Seattle Sounds. I did Floyd. Yeah, those laser shows were awesome. They yeah. were fun. They were yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. You think they'll do um, movies at this here place? Don't know at this here place if they will or not. At <laughs> <laughs> that here place? That their place? This and one. the biggest goddamn theater ever, doll. <laughs> and I'm the thing is round. It's Ain't ridiculous. Never seen nothing like this here place. I mean, we're looking it's at a spafiri. Their uh, their Instagram handle is Sphere Vegas, Casey. That's what I brought up, and like they there are some photos from inside. I have not seen any of the video from, from inside yet, but it's it's really ridiculous looking. That yeah. last video is an actual video. Yes. That's not an animation, correct? Correct. Oh my god. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. The 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 imagery that they can uh that they can project, I guess, for lack of a better term, on the outside of that thing is unbelievable. Um, so anyhow, uh, during the video shoot, uh, Bono described the song as rock and roll 45 in the tradition of 70s post-punk Blondie, The Clash, and some 70s punk. You had mentioned, Nick, that it sounded a little bit like Call Me from yeah. Blondie, and he name-checks Blondie right That's there. So. Yeah. There you go. Straight up, he says mitts are straight up <laughs> ripping it off. You uh, 2 currently has 25 shows booked at the Sphere through December 16th, and they'll be the band's first without drummer Larry Mullen Jr., who is taking this year off to treat and recuperate from various injuries he's accumulated over the years. Bram Vandenberg from the Dutch band Kreezit, or Kreezit, I guess, Kreezip, yeah. uh, will be <laughs> filling the void. Though Mullen did take part in the video shoot. Uh, the Sphere is a joint project between Madison Square Garden Company and Las Vegas Sands Corporation and part of the Venetian Resort, uh, located just east of the facility 
on the Vegas Strip. Uh, the outside of the venue is a 160,000 square foot LED screen with a with 16K resolution, Jeez. while the sphere also boasts state-of-the-art sound, lights, and multi-sensory effects so inside. Think about this, too. Think about the punishing sun and heat in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. How that thing has to be constructed to withstand all that. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it's exciting stuff. And if you haven't heard, it's very exciting. Uh, Atomic City yet? Uh, we played it. So uh, maybe Pierre will uh, give you a little. The greatest moments of our lives when the President Steve Show played our new song. Wow. Uh, so maybe Pierre will give you a little sample of that later on today. Marilyn Manson settled a rape lawsuit filed by a woman two years ago, avoiding a trial that was set for next week. Uh, the woman accused Manson, whose real name is uh, Brian Warner, of raping her in 2011. Um, she said, I never cared about money and only ever wanted justice, but if we had gone to trial, I could have lost my right to anonymity and been victim, blame on, victim blamed on a large and public scale. Uh, most importantly, I could have risked losing the freedom to tell my story, and that is worth more than anything in the world. Uh, the details of the settlement have not been made public, but it is expected to cost Manson less than proceeding to trial. So that trial would have been, obviously, that's a civil trial, right? I believe so. In this case. So it would have been a different animal yeah, were so it they a were... criminal trial. Correct. So yeah. they were able to settle. You don't get damages in a criminal trial. Or Are... you... Do you? Yes, you can. Right? Uh, well, you would end up having to, to pay your lawyers yeah, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe that's what they're alluding to. Uh, Mark Tremonti of Creed and Alterbridge. But yes, you sometimes yeah. you do pay restitution. Uh, Mark Tremonti of Creed and Alterbridge dropped, uh, dropped the video for the wonderful, uh, the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, it is the first track from his upcoming holiday album. Oh. It plays like a beautiful old-time Christmas card come to life. Uh, he first teased the music a few months ago at the same time. No, I'm sorry. At the time, yeah, he noted that he recorded it with the same orchestra from his Tremonti Sings Sinatra album. And he delivers classics like The First Noel, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and the same style that old Blue Eyes would. So that'll be out on October 27th. You mentioned Skinner, Steve. Uh, former Leonard Skinner drummer Artemis Pyle is releasing a new album of the band's classic songs. It will feature 12 different artists joining him, such as Sammy Hagar on Simple Man and Dolly Parton on Freebird. Oh, cool. Billy Ray Cyrus, Ronnie Dunn of Brooks and Dunn, and a several other country artists will contribute as well. I bet you Dolly could do a solid job with Freebird. Yeah. Uh, he plans to release one of the songs on October 20th, the 46th anniversary of the tragic plane crash that killed three members of the band, their road manager, and two pilots. Three members of the band, a full version of all... Uh, I don't know why it says three members of the band. A full version of all uh, 13 tracks will be out February 2nd. Was it in that documentary about the the, the, the band where they say you can still go out to the crash yes. site and find... The pieces of it. Yeah. Uh, of the plane. Yeah. In fact, it's so far out in the middle of nowhere... Yeah, yeah. Uh, ...that the guy, or the guy who was... Um, I don't know if he was a form. Uh, if it, I, it's been a while since I've seen that doc. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was one of the band members or somebody who lives in that area. Walked out and he's like, "Yeah, he goes right here." Yeah. And he pulls up and you can see him pull this thing just barely sticking out of the uh, ground. He pulls it up and it's bigger. It was covered over by mud. Isn't that wild? A piece of the airplane. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, that is crazy. Uh, the police now have a TikTok page, and unlike a lot of others, they actually participate. Stuart <laughs> Copeland serves as host for several clips, along with Sting and Annie Summers. Uh, they share original content, go deep into the archive, tell stories, and show never-before-seen footage. Uh, this year, the police celebrate the 40th anniversary of their groundbreaking album, Synchronicity. 40, 40 years. 
I remember when that album came out. Oh. It's like, oh my God. And of course, you got songs like King of Pain, Every Breath You Take, and Wrapped Around Your Finger that came out of that amazing album. Are they on good terms nowadays? Like, I mean, yeah. I know they're reunited and everything. Okay. Yeah, they are. They don't hate each other, right. and they don't. They, they're just, none of them has any interest in getting back together and doing that again. Right. Uh, they, they did it. They loved it. And and they have moved on and they all do their own things in their lives. But they, yeah, they don't dislike each other per se. Uh, but if they hung out long enough, they would. They'd probably start hating each other. Yeah, again. yeah. probably. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in music news for you. We have one final break to take. We're going to do it. Come back. We're going to give away our word of the week prize when we return. So stay with us. Uh, it is 10.50 on this Friday morning as uh, we are heading into the sunset of our radio program. Uh, today has been a lot of fun. This whole week has been a lot of fun. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, we had several uh, good guests on the show that were just really conversive. and uh, John Cleese, for crying out loud. You know, some compelling stuff with Brandon Novak. Yep. And uh, yeah, and even today, I mean, Ryan Hamilton, comedian. Terrific. Uh, he's going to be at uh, Punchline tonight, tomorrow. He was a lot of fun. Jake Tapper was a, a hell of a chat as yeah. well. Uh, majority of it, you know, about uh, Eagles football <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and Evil Knievel. And Evil Knievel. Uh, but it was nice to have uh, everybody on who came on this week. I want to thank Lorenzo. Yes. Yes. Hey, 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 Giuseppe, hey. our hero, who brought in loads and loads of pizza this morning. Lorenzo's and Sons. You can find them in uh, Westchester, of course, on High Street. Uh, also in Xfinity Live and in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Um, and, uh, of course, they're going to be one of our sponsors of the press and Steve Camp out for hunger again this year. Uh, you can get delivery on DoorDash, Grubhub, or Slice Apps. And Giuseppe always brings in stuff that's new from there. So they, they're starting to make like uh, uh, wraps and things. So I uh, I stole a buffalo chicken wrap. Ah, yeah, excellent. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, definitely. Um, am I um, getting rid of these before we're done? Yeah. Okay, I'll make sure we do that in a moment. But yeah. uh, Piero Bear is here. Hey. How do? Well, then, good day. Nice to see you. And you two kids. How are things out in the wild? Well, it's... I'm wondering if this cloudy rain thing and cold thing is ever going to go away. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday... 80 degrees in sunshine. Ooh, We're going to have that October break where it gets mm-hmm. warm mm-hmm. and that and it, and it's a coming. Frosted mini wheats are coming <laughs> because it it feels like the time to turn on the heater in yeah. your house. I know. Yeah. You I know what though? I'm close to doing it. No. But a couple more days. Our, ours kicked in. Turn it off. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the nights. Do you I, you like to fall though? I, I do like oh, to I fall. Love yeah, to yeah, fall. yeah. Um, but my heater is on its last legs. So the the heating guy said, you might not want to use it. I said, why is that? He goes, well, it could give you carbon monoxide poisoning. Ah, I go, yeah. He said, or you might want to just get a new one. I go, all right, okay. Your house is notoriously cold in the... Yes. Winter, right? It's, uh, well, it's single pane glass. It was yeah. built in 1962. And uh, there's nothing practical, like me, there's nothing practical about it. I'm going to help you out here, sir. Yes. Horizon Services and Window Nation. <laughs> We're not there kidding. You go. Yeah. Horizon <laughs> Services, get that new heater, Window right. Nation, get some uh, energy efficient windows. Thank you. You're I welcome. think I was on your street yesterday. Where are you? The, the Schuylkill was a disaster yeah. when I had to leave. and um, You got rerouted? I, I Well, I got off. I kind of know the back roads, but then I, I threw it into ways and it took me a little bit of a different way and I think I popped out 
on your street. Wow. And then ended up uh, on my yeah, way home. I wasn't I, home. Me but you and Kathy and visited. Mm-hmm. Me and Kathy and Nick have similar routes home, and I ended up in the backwoods of uh, Gladwin. Of Gladwin. Yeah. yeah. And huh. looked at the oh my god yes. houses as I drove well, by. It, it took me on a road that I I hadn't yep. traveled before. Me either. I, I normally Gladwin is my like back road area to get home, and it took me on a road I had never tried. And I was like, I'm like, where did these houses come from? There are more of these mansions. Beautiful. Yesterday there was construction on both Belmont and 76 Westbound, and I got stuck in both of them. I'm like, this is just terrible. So maybe I'll drive to your house today. Come over. I've got got extra. (laughs) I was driving home the other night, a Sunday. I was having dinner with friends in town, and uh, it had been raining all day last Sunday, and it was not a pleasant day and not a pleasant night coming home. And um, I'm driving down. It's really dark, and the streetlights were going out, and I'm driving down my little road, and all of a sudden, there's a giant tree in front of the road, and it's another three quarters of a mile to my house. I go, oh, dear, Uh and there was no way around it, so I turned the vehicle around, faced it in the other direction, got out and walked uh, down to my house. Next morning, was it gone? Yes, the train? Of course, it okay, was gone the course. next morning. If I only hadn't gone out to dinner with my friends. <laughs> but then again, if I had stayed home, then the tree would have still been there. Right. Um, just the way things sometimes cookie the crumbles. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on to a better uh, set of days here shortly, which yes. would be nice. But um, how about we get the letter from you, Yes. Soon? All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter N, as in never mind. All right, and it's caller number six that we're looking for, 215-263-WMMR, in order to get the Word of the Week prize. So sixth caller, 215-263-WMMR. Call us right now. Uh, it's a no sad bro Friday. And Fridays are good, and they're always great to listen to your program. Not that it isn't great to listen to every day, but Friday's kind of extra special. It's always fun. Uh, we up? will have Crumb Bum Cash coming at uh, noon, and again at 3 with Brent, and 5 with Brent. Uh, also, uh, we'll get into a block of U2, and you had mentioned uh, I might give uh, Atomic City another spin. We'll do a block of U2 and put that new song in there. We've got Royal Blood there at the Fillmore tomorrow. I think their first uh, American appearance was on your program, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those two guys that sound like 20 guys yeah. amazingly and uh, we'll have a block of the Hooters in honor of uh, David Asikinen who was a guest also with you this week uh, and in the pocket which will be uh, tomorrow at Ardmore Music Hall celebrating all the Philly music and they're, they've got a new song they're breaking out the their version of Moving On Over a little tribute to George Thurgood and um, that will be a show I'm hosting tomorrow so a block of Hooters and in the pocket music in the uh, one o'clock hour. Excellent. Alright we'll go over here and see if we can find caller number six, get a winner. I have uh, Sean. Who we hey, how you doing? Good, Sean. How you doing, bud? Good. All right, what's that word of the week, brother? Spoon. Great day in the Sean, hang on. Congratulations, bud. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets. Uh, solid seats, by the way. Uh, center Orchestra, eight rows behind the pit seating area to see Jerry Seinfeld Friday, October 6th. All right, my man? Thank you, brother. Thanks yeah. a lot. Congratulations. That show is at the Met, Philadelphia, of course, and it will be, uh, let's see, that's the 930 show. That, there's some tickets that remain for both shows. There's two shows that night, but they are going fast, so you can go to, uh, let's see, WMMR.com for another chance to win tickets 
and it's through Ticketmaster as well. Should I just keep this rolling? Yeah. yeah why okay. not? All right. I'm going to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab with locations all over and now opening King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. And also Bates Motel. Half price tickets for a very limited time at WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal. Busy week next week. As I said, we just gave away those Jerry Seinfeld tickets. Jerry will be on this program what? next week. How I about that? Yeah. Wow. Never thought we'd have Jerry Seinfeld. He's very picky wow. about who he does interviews with. So, who is that? Uh, Matthew Lillard, who we've had on before. Wow. Our good friend Gary Goldman will be joining us. Uh, comedian Arden Miram and comedian Joe List will be in the studio. Cool. And we have a bunch of comedians because Steve Hofstetter uh, Huff, will be joining us. Yes. Uh, it's going to be great next week. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. And we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.